0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Mountaineer Nation Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Uh, glad to have you back and glad you're enjoying these podcasts. It's great to hear from you guys. Love your feedback. Um, we're back for another episode. Uh, this episode will be the NL East, uh, NL Central, and NL West over-under picks. Uh, about I think two episodes ago, uh, we went through the over-under picks for the American League. So this, this episode will go through the National League. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, joining us today are Ryan and Blaine. Um, Eric's going to send in uh, his picks through messages uh, since he was part of the last uh, last set of picks. We'll, we'll we will include him again. Um, hopefully, get his
1: uh, get him in. So, uh, with that, uh, let's welcome Ryan and Blaine, how are you guys doing? I'm back. I'm in. I'm in. Yep.
0: Yep,
2: I'm
3: here.
0: <laughs> Wonderful guys. It's uh, it's been an exciting couple couple weeks of drafts since our last episode. Uh I think we've all been part of two drafts in a row. Um our this league as well as uh, another league we're in. So, um that's been a lot of fun. It's been great to get back into the swing of fantasy baseball and uh man, I'm ready for the season to start. It's only 7 8 days away now.
4: So, 8 for- days away.
2: 8 days, yep.
4: The little double dipper on Thursday, man. <laughs>
2: And I'm what, a, what a
4: great what a great game to start the season though too. Oh you know, yeah, the defending champs versus everybody's you know pick to win it. I mean <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a way to go right there.
0: Oh absolutely. You've got uh, what is Scherzer opening day starter for the Nats and then uh, Garrett Cole for the Yankees. Has that been announced yet? I'm
1: assuming that's yep. the that's the matchup. Yeah, yeah. That is. Oh man, that's a great matchup. I
4: mean, it'll be fun to kind of see how the coverage goes, too. You know, how how is ESPN going to do that? And are they going to be on site? Are they going to be broadcasting from their homes like they did the KBO? You know, it'll be cool to kind of see that. And I know we were all talking earlier today about the, the crowd noise, you know, and, like, will the stadium like actually, you know, be able to kind of get exposed for not knowing the game or will they be – on top of things. That'll be a, that'll be kind of fun to watch, especially that first
0: weekend. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. And, and I hope they have uh, dugout mics or player mics. And I don't know if you've seen this, um, in a lot of, at least on Twitter, uh, I've seen a lot of videos where the catcher has a camera on, um, and, and you have a really cool angle from a catcher cam, uh, on some of the, uh, balls in play, which is really cool. I love that. view. Uh, I'm hoping they incorporate some of that
4: stuff, uh, Oh, I think they need to do that and get mics on players like they were doing in spring training with um, brizzo or Brizzo and, <laughs> uh, and Bryant bri they're in a couple of those spring training games um, you know I, I around with everything man we have no uh, no pitchers are hitting dh is everywhere 60 games I mean, to hell with it, you know, like you might as well have, you might as well put a mic on everybody, have the have that camera on the catcher every game, you know, why not?
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man, I, I'm looking forward to it, I'm hoping that you should do some cool stuff, can't wait to see it, um, just over a week away, uh, so yeah, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to get started with uh, some of the over-under picks, uh, we have a, a little bit of a treat for you guys, there's been a bet place uh, between a few of us. Uh, in the Central, uh, for a couple over unders, and, and we'll, we'll go through that a little later in the podcast. We'll save it for last. Uh, but we'll start with the NL East. Uh, we got a few Braves fans in here. Uh, a few, I guess we got uh, Phillies fan as well. So a little bit of interest on these over unders, I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll start uh, with Atlanta. Uh, go alphabetical down through the NL East. Um,
2: I'll just send
1: it over to Ryan. Over under for Atlanta is thirty three and a half games. What
2: do you say? Thirty three and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Atlanta Braves. I mean, it's a tough division because I think it's four deep, and then the Marlins got Um, So I don't think winning the division is going to be easy. But if I had to pick a favorite, I would pick the Braves. Um, I'll be interested in how Puig inserts and helps them out. Um, but thirty three and a half. I mean, I think I think they're going to win the division. They got to win at least thirty five games, though. So. I think there will be another that 35, 36 rain, win range, so I'll say over. Yeah,
0: and Blaine, just before we lead off, uh, how, could I, how could I lead off a Braves discussion without discussing their recent signing Yasiel Puig, which was broke by a statement, by the way. The way that news came out was amazing. I saw it on Twitter, Break right. uh, a Braves Twitter fan uh, actually said that he saw Puig come out of the Atlanta hotel uh, and broke the news, which was pretty incredible. Um, I don't know if any of you saw that, but it, that was pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah, what do you think of Puig, and, and how do you think he helps Atlanta? Like, curious to get your thoughts on that, and maybe get your over-under. Hmm.
3: Uh,
4: um, well, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and say over on the Braves. I think when you insert Puig into that lineup with Acuna, you know, Ozuna, you got Swanson still – uh you know i'll be interested to see how they kind of deal with austin riley now with Puig being in the fold what does that maybe say about where where he's at potentially um of course you still have freeman i mean i think it just adds versatility everywhere and then also ncr Arte. i mean that's to me to me that that signing by the yep. braves it gives them some per- more even more personality uh, as well to go with the Acuna and albies uh, it's just it's just a good mix and um I'll be interested to see how Puig does there. I, I think it. If I'm not mistaken, Ryan. A pretty low. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean,
0: it's a one-year deal. On the. Uh, I don't know the, the dollar value, market. but it doesn't matter. A one-year deal, and I've heard, I've seen this before, and, and i yeah. truly believe a true believer. A one-year deal is never a bad deal. I mean, you're not going to lose in a one-year. Deal. Um.
1: It's a- ah.
4: Well, and the thing about it is too, if if he's not, if he is not exactly the fit that the Braves yeah. want, they'll they'll send his ass on the street, no problem.
1: They, they, they won't
4: mind, you know, and, and and they'll keep rolling with what they have because they've okay. got a good young core. This is just a supplemental piece, if anything, you know, um, I know everyone was kind of excited there for a minute when they thought he was going to sign with the Oriole. We might actually have known an Oriole on the, uh, on the active roster. So, you know? so I, for, for our sakes as baseball fans, I'm glad we're actually going to get to see him in Atlanta. We'll get to see them a lot on national coverage and everything like that. So, uh, and uh, in, in, as a result of that, I mean, that is a big boost for them right now too, you know, heading into the year. I, I know we kind of talked a little bit about the bullpen in past past uh, podcast about the Braves, but I like the bullpen a lot. I, the only guy I'm a little unsure of back there is uh, Luke Jackson, but the rotation's pretty solid too. I mean, it's it's a great division. I mean, top to bottom, it's probably the best division um Definitely in the national – well, I, I don't know. I think it's top-heavy. Yeah. I think we could still argue – Yeah, no, uh, the bottom is better,
1: and I'll add a few
0: but, thoughts um, just being a Braves I go fan. Over now, the Braves. we got several Braves fans in the league um, that may be interested in some of this. But, uh, I, I mean, I love the Braves this year, and I think this signing was great for Puig. I know there's a lot of controversy on it given his, you know, historical attitude problems in L.A. or where, wherever. Uh, but I think it's great. I think he'll fit really well with Albies and Acuna. I mean, you've got – you know, young players. Puig has big energy. I think it's going to be—he's going to be a really fun player to watch in the Braves lineup. I'm—I'm um, I'm pumped. I think it's a great fit, honestly. Um, and he adds a big bat. When they lost Markakis, uh, due to him opting out, um, I was worried. You know, how are they going to fill that bat in the lineup? Because I mean, Markakis was. The five-hole hitter last year, and I mean that's a big loss. And we can fill right in, he probably even adds more power than Markekes. Um He's more of a he's more of a threat to protect Freeman uh, when Freeman comes back. So I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great fit, and I'm pumped. Um, or I think actually, I think Markakis. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's either way, it's it's a great fit, and and I'm excited about it, and I think it gives the team
1: a boost and confidence. So. I mean, you've got Acuna, Albies, Puig, NCRK, Freeman. You there, Blaine? I think blank that out on us. What do I think of NCRK? Blaine, you there?
2: Yeah, I can't hear him either.
1: Yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask
4: you what What, what do you think about uh? How do you... He
2: just, he just dropped off. Oh. I'll have to hop, hop, hop back on.
0: Hello. Oh, hey, Blaine. Sorry, yeah.
3: You... Yeah. can I tell
2: you any issues,
0: guys. Uh, Blaine, you were asking a question about N C R T. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, how do you how do
4: you think that move getting Quee kind of how do you think that affects NCRTE? Because I mean, I think he's you know kind of an underrated cog in that outfield. And if he's not getting at-bats, you know, and, and his defensive ability, I just wonder how that will kind of work in that so,
0: outfield. How crowded I mean, is
4: that now, you know?
0: I kind of think – my thought is this. I think he'll start I, – I mean, this is how I see the Braves' bat shaking out. I think you'll see Ozuna shift DH. And I think you'll see Acuna, Ciarte and Puig in the outfield. And I think on occasion I think you'll see Duvall come in um against – I think he's better against lefties. I have to remember. It's either lefties or I think it's lefties. Yeah, he's definitely better. Mario ball come in against lefties to, to give Puig a spell or NCRT a spell. I should say NCRT probably. Um, so I, th- I think NCRT will get the majority share as long as he hits well. Um, I know he has a tendency not to start off well. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But as, as long, long as he's, he's hitting, I think he'll play in center, Acuna and left, Puig and right. Or, yeah. uh, and, and then you got to as soon as
1: DH. Uh, I mean, granted,
4: granted, his numbers are kind of have kind of dipped over the last couple of years, but you yeah. know, like, like you said, though, kind of how he starts, how he start, typically starts slow. But see, I, I think that's going to be counterintuitive this year. Guys you think typically start slow might be guys that end up doing well this year because they're starting out in July here, you know.
3: Yeah. In <clears and throat> <throat> the hot months,
4: is composed of being guys that hit in the cold there in April and May. You know, some of those guys may not – you know, you might not have those traditional slow starters, yet slow starting
0: this year. I agree. I agree. You might not. So, no, I'm excited to see what happens, and I think it's a good fit. Um, but, yeah, Braves line up super deep. Uh, I like their rotation. Soroka, Freed. Um, we'll see if Hamels uh, is healthy. Uh, Fulting, Newcomb, Kyle Wright, good rookie. Um I, I like the Braves um, in this division. I think their batting lineup's deep. I think they have good pitching. The bullpen is probably the class of the division. Um, Shane Green, Chris Martin, uh, Bryce Wilson, Melanson, uh, Luke Jackson. I mean, it's pretty stacked. So
4: I, I think it's fair to say they're the most complete team in the division. Agree. They may not be. They may not be the. They may not necessarily have the best rotation. They may not necessarily have the best bullpen, like you just said. They may not necessarily have the best lineup. But yet, I think they have the best combination in
0: defense. They may have the best combination of everything. Yeah, no, I, I agree. They're the most complete. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna go over 33 and a half. I think they'll get to about 36. Um, so I, I think they'll a few games. They'll end up a few games over this um, over under. And then we'll we'll uh, get Eric's picks later. But um, we spent, I guess, 10 minutes on the break, so I guess <laughs> we'll move on. Hey, that's uh, the class uh, of the National <laughs> League, though, potentially. So I think that's fair. I hope so, Blaine. I certainly hope so. I'm hoping for, you know, at least a trip past the the NLDS. Uh, You know, I mean, they've had some struggles with that recently, and I'll be excited if they can just get to the CS. They have a game
4: five against the Cardinals. It's just bad luck. It's just not something you want to deal with. (laughs) No, it's not.
0: It's not. All right, guys, we'll move on. Um, Next up's Miami. So from maybe the class of the NLDS to the bottom of the NLDS. 24.5 Twenty-four and a half is the over-under. Uh, Ryan, I'll let you start.
2: Smash the under. 24-and-a-half, under, under, under. Uh, I, I mentioned in my other podcast, I think I said one of my bets. I have, like, four teams that I've bet over-unders. Red Sox was one at a small bet on only, like, $5. But, but Miami is my most confident bet. I have, like, 30-some on them for the under because they're not that good. They play forty games against stacked teams. They're when they play the AL East, they're you have to play like one team six times, two teams four times, and two teams three times. And well the team they play six times is the Rays. Mm-hmm. Marlins all got a shot way under on me. <laughs> no, Blaine, I'm sure you'll agree, but I'll let I, you uh, add to
4: Yeah, I mean I I think Ryan's I think Ryan's on top of it with that under it's 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 a low number, obviously. They better um. They better really make hay in that first week of the season because they got the Orioles four times. So if they don't, if they don't start like you know five and two, then you got to <laughs> go way under on them. Um, they'll probably lose like you know. They'll take like one from the Phillies on the road, and then they'll. You better win all four against the Orioles. Um, I, like Ryan said, man, they're the, the pitching is just they play a stack. They play a stacked division. Um. I don't think they have favorable matchups in terms of the teams. They have to play more home um, than the other teams. I'm not sure I really like that rotation at all. Um, I mean, when Sandy Alcantara is typically is no, your number one and your bullpen is very, very shaky, um, I mean, now I think their offense has some players. I mean, Villar's, Villar's got some potential. This birdie guy I was reading a little bit on him since we started talking about him last, last podcast. He's got a lot of versatility. Dickerson's a good hitter. Um, Lou Brinson's got potential, supposedly. Uh, but in the end, it's definitely an under. Like Ryan said, you got to smash it. That's a terrible team. That ballpark's cavernous, so they won't have any problem not playing in front of fans. They're used to that in Miami, so um, <laughs> that might actually help them out. You know, this year they might get a few. They might get a few wins just for being more comfortable than other squads. But I don't like it. It's uh, the Cervelli, Helfarro combination around the dish it's just it's it's a bad staff and and with the other art rotations like I just said about the uh, Braves probably being the most complete team I think you could probably say the Marlins probably have the worst of everything defense pitching bullpen and uh offense so I you got to go under
0: yeah no I mean I agree a hundred percent on the under um I, I don't know that they'll. I think they'll be somewhere between 20 and 24 but I do think they'll be under um I, however Blaine I'm gonna I'm going to flip-flop my analysis on this. I'm going to actually say the pitching rotation has some promise in it. Uh, Alcantara is underrated. I I really like him, and maybe this is selfishly because I picked them in in our league. Um, But I I will say it it has some promise. I mean, you got Alcantara, uh, who is a young young up-and-coming pitcher for them. Um, He has potential. Uh, Pablo Lopez, same thing. Um, I've seen some analysis on him, and, and a lot of a lot of people are pretty high on his projection uh, down the road. Um, Yamamoto, uh, he had some bright flashes last year. Um, obviously, I don't like Urania, but and Caleb, Caleb Smith, I think, was hot last year for like several starts. So I mean, they have some pitching rotation um, bright spots here and there. I mean, I don't think it's good enough to get them over that over under uh but i really just don't like any of their bats um i mean just pretty there's nothing in their batting lineup that scares me whatsoever uh brian anderson maybe is the most well-rounded bat they have Um, i I, I don't know
4: the right i mean dickerson
0: and aguilar they've got some professional hitters there i'm
4: i just i don't know if they're i don't know if necessarily top to bottom they're incredible, either though. But I think they're maybe a little better than you're giving them credit for offensively.
3: Uh,
0: maybe we'll see how we'll see what their run score are. I, I'm just I'm just not. I, I think those guys used to be better than they are. I think they're fading more than they are currently good players. I think their best days are behind them. I'd say Vlar, Dickerson, and Aguilar are never going to have the best season that they've had previously. I just don't think that, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Either way. I think we all agree the Marlins are not going to get that over. So, <laughs> so yeah. either way, or, either way you spell it, it's not not a good team. Um, easy wins for all the East teams against the Marlins this year. They better take advantage of them because the rest of the division's tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. You got to win your games against the Marlins if you're going to hit your overs for any of these other teams. I agree.
4: Of course, the Orioles too. Come on.
0: <laughs> agree. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's move on to the Mets. Uh, they're next, so their over/under is thirty-two and a half, which is only a game less than Atlanta, um, which was surprising to me at first. But uh, Ryan, I'll let you uh, give your thoughts.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go under on this one. I, I don't know. I'm not just not that big a believer. I mean, I know they got Pete Alonzo who came on last year, and they're not bad, but they don't have Guard. They got DeGrom, but DeGrom had a little bit of an injury scare. Now, no. He, he came back, everything okay. So he might be all right to start first game, I guess, maybe. But I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I think they're a 500 team. They're a solid team, but, but 32 and a half. They, I think the tops they finish is 31 32. So I'll take the under. Good analysis. Blank?
4: Whew. You know, I'll tell you what. I, and, and Ryan, you said under, correct? I'm, yeah. I'm writing this yeah. down, so I want to make sure. Okay. Um, I think the Mets at 32-and-a-half, if the number was a little bit higher. Like you said there, Ryan, it's interesting they're only a game behind Atlanta. Yeah. Um. I do like the back end of the bullpen, though. I think Diaz is due to bust out. chances is pretty good. Familia's been in that role. Justin Wilson's done some work. The rotation has potential to be really good with DeGrom, Stroman, Porcello, and Mats and Michael Walker. I mean, that's a good one through five there of, of guys that have done it and are, you know – have some pedigree behind them, you know. Now granted some of them necessarily haven't stayed healthy or haven't been on top of their game, but they all five of those guys have been pretty uh, successful big league pitchers in the past. Um and working with Wilson Ramos I think helps them a little bit. You know, Pete is going to hit a lot of bombs obviously. Uh I I do like their I like their lineup. I think they're they're solid if not spectacular. I think the Mets if healthy and I think that's the key always with them. But I think this year, maybe in a shortened year, they may stay healthy. I'll go over on the Mets. Oh,
2: wow, that's that's an pick.
4: barely barely, but I'll go. So you're over. saying
0: maybe 33 for the Mets?
4: I'm thinking 30. I'm thinking 33, 34 for the Mets, right there in the mix. Um, you know, with the rest of that division, I think it's possible.
0: Yeah, it, it's possible. So, uh, well, and I'll agree. Yeah. I think there's potential for the Mets, and, and I know they're a, a very popular sleeper pick um, among some of the other analysts and stuff that I, I've been, you know, I follow. But, I mean, they do have a decent batting lineup. Ramos, Alonso, McNeil, Rosario's been better at the plate. They got Nimmo, Conforto, J.D. Davis. J.D. Davis could have a big year. Um,
4: so could be able to use Cespedes potentially as a yes yeah, Cespedes potentially as they
0: talked about that. yeah so I mean I mean they have a pretty complete batting lineup I'm not gonna lie it's pretty good uh, but the, the the pitching to me I'll agree with you Blaine that there's some veterans there that have done it before but I'm not overly impressed by Purcello Matts I mean Stroman also. I mean, I know he gets a lot of hype, but he's never really put together a complete season. And I know he was good with the Mets last year after he went to New York, um, but I'd like mm-hmm. to see a full season for
1: him before I believe in him. And, I mean,
4: I, 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 think you're, I think you're fair in that point on Stroman. I think he's a guy who kind of those post-hype sleepers we've talked about, who – where, when's he going to actually put it fully together? Yeah. And I think maybe this is the time, though. I mean, it's I think a there's a big difference between pitching in Toronto – as opposed to pitching in the spacious uh, city
3: field. So that could, be,
0: that could be a big boost for him too. I agree, and he wants to be in New York. I mean, I, I think if that, that's really where he wanted to end up. So, I mean, he could have a big year. I mean, he very much could. But uh, for now, I think from what I've seen from their pitching rotation, I, I think just with the bats in this division that, you know, Philly and Washington and Atlanta have, plus Boston, Tampa Bay, Toronto, I mean, it's a tough division for bats and for pitching. Uh, or for opposing pitching and I just I'm not I just don't see um, the Mets getting over 32 over 32 wins I, I mean I could see them being 500 or slightly above 500 at 31 or 32 so I actually think <sighs> their over under is probably pretty good as it's set but I'm gonna say under I'm, but I'll say barely under like 31 or 32 I don't think they get to 33 so that, that's where I'm gonna, gonna end up but yeah I mean, and one I'll quick thing I'll add too.
2: Too, is I'm pretty sure there's six games that they got to play from the others against the Yankees. They're yeah, it
0: is. There's six games is against the Yankees. You're definitely right. It is. So that's that's going to hurt them a little bit. Yeah, definitely going to hurt them. So, we'll see. Um, next up is the Phillies. So I'm sure Stephen will have some his own thoughts on this. Maybe he'll uh, give those on our, on our chat. But, uh, Ryan, curious is your thoughts. 31 and a half is the overrunner
2: 31 and a half. Mm. Ooh. I, I kind of think the Phillies will have a little bit of a bounce back to what they did last year. Um, but I just still not sold enough on them. Like, cause I know like every, cause then I know the nationals have a, at least 30 and a half 31. I don't know what number you got. All teams are right above 500 500, which is why I'm so sure that the Marlins will go under. But, yeah. I, did you say 31-and-a-half?
0: 31-and-a-half. Hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah I,
4: I'm 30-and-a-half on my book.
2: Yeah, 30-and-a-half. See, I, 30, I think they could get close to – I think they'll hover around 500, but still with that tough division. I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of teams – other than the Braves that I think can clear 33-and-a-half, there's going to be a lot of teams hovering right around that 29, 30, 31 wins. I don't know. I see him getting quite the 32, so I'll take under.
0: Yeah, I'll. I, I mean, I'll, I'll add my mouse in a second. But Blaine, what do you think? Well, hey, Ryan,
4: if you want to go ahead and jump in there, man. No, I know, mean, I, I, I I, this one. I'll, I'll bring yeah, no, rear. that
0: sounds good. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, I think the Phillies have a decent chance at having a pretty good batting lineup. I mean, they got a few unknowns in um, maybe their uh, center field and DH with like. Hazley and Jay Bruce, um, but obviously Harper is a beast, and and McCutcheon, I think will have a good year uh, for them. They got Didi, Gene Segura, Reese Hoskins, and Kingery, who could be could have a big year. I mean, he could break out this year. We'll see. I'm not a huge Kingery fan, but there's a lot of hype around him. And then real new catcher. said so they got a good batting lineup. It's just the pitching. I, I just don't know. I mean, you got Nola and Wheeler, but we'll see what we, we'll see what happens with Wheeler and and how many games he misses. Um, I'm not a huge fan of Arietta, Eflin, Velasquez. Uh, we'll see what they do with Spencer Howard. I mean, if Spencer Howard starts a season for them, then that, he could easily be a good number three. I um, mean, you know, he's really, really highly touted prospect, but it's also a prospect. He doesn't have, there's a lot of unknowns. So, I mean, top end of the rotation is pretty good. Back end of the rotation, iffy. I don't think it's good enough in the East, and especially when, you know, you have to play the AL East. And, you know, they, I think their team they play six times is Toronto. Um, I, I'll go the under, but I still think they're a 500 team. They might hit right at 500 or game over. But 31-and-a-half is going to be hard to clear. And and I'm going to go under. But, again, I could be wrong on this.
3: Blaine?
4: Well, Ryan, I, I, think, I think I'm think i going to go ahead and uh, – No, I, I have 30-and-a-half. On on a on my book over here, but I, I think I'm going to go over on the 31 and okay. a half with the Phillies. I mean, the other day when we um when we got that uh the message there and it, it was n- listing the to top 10 offenses in the games, and the Phillies, I think were down in like I don't even, they may not even been ranked, but they were down in the, I think in the eighth and nine yeah. range. I thought that was a little low. I I actually really like the Phillies offensively. Um, I mean. And you can kind of stack that lineup the way the way they can with, you know, guys like Harper, Hoskins. I mean, DeeDee Dee coming in now. you got Segura. Kingery can play a lot of different positions. Um, Tiraeus, uh, you know, he's a solid bat. Bruce and McCutcheon, um, yeah, I mean, they obviously like Halsey a little bit too, potentially. Roman Quinn's a solid, solid kind of bench guy. They've got Harrison, uh, Josh Harrison to pick up in the infield. Neil Walker. They've got a lot of good bench bench guys as well. I think they have a kind of a good mix of players. The The starting rotation to me is a little iffy, like you talked about with Wheeler. I don't necessarily buy a Arietta's coming off a lot of different things. But I think they hit the ball a lot. And their bullpen really was kind of a strength for them last year. Um, at times, I felt like they were kind of a, a good young group, um, you know, led by Neris. And if they ever get anything out of Velasquez, that'd be nice too. I, I – uh, I, I think I'm taking the over on the Phillies, though.
1: We'll see. We'll see. I mean, just, just I mean,
4: barely. Just barely. But I think they get over. I think that whole division, other than the Marlins, is kind of crumpled in to barely above 500 to maybe 36 to 37 wins. It's going to be such eventually. a competitive
0: division, man. I agree. I mean, this division yeah. – I mean, I really – and being honest, you could see any one of these four teams, Atlanta, New York, Philly, Washington winning division in a 60-game season. Dude, anything could happen. I mean, it, they're all – they all have enough talent to do that if things go right and if they avoid injuries. Um, you know, Atlanta might be a favorite right now with Washington, but I mean, you hit an injury or two, or you hit a cold spell, and Miami or I mean, New York and Philly are just as good. So I mean, these overrunners are really tough in this division. I agree. Do we know? Do we know any any of the teams that kind
4: of had a more of a advantage, especially maybe in September, on the schedule in this division? Because I think that could be really kind of when it. It all gets decided, hey, who's playing well for the last two and a half weeks in such a competitive division like this East is. Um, I see here that the Phillies end up the season playing six on the road with the Nationals and the Rays. That can't be easy for them. I don't know if it kind of favors somebody else coming down the stretch
3: in that division.
0: Yeah, I'm going to check that out. Uh, we want uh, September, you're saying, Blaine?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see. Um and I don't know. I mean, we can look at that some more. I'd be interested to see that as well, Blaine, cause it's, um, I, I don't have a, I don't have an easily, dis- I don't have an easy way to display that right now, but I would be interested to see that yeah. too. Um, I mean, I figure there's a lot of divisional play, but we'll see.
4: Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, but also I've seen a lot of divisions too, where the teams are not finishing with division. play. I was talking to a buddy the other night, and I know we'll get this in the West, but, uh, like, the Giants and the Dodgers don't play each other at all in September. Wow. Great traditional rivals don't play in September. Um, the Braves – now, the Braves, on the other hand, though, you've got the Orioles for three, the Mets for three, the Marlins for four, and the Red Sox for three to end the season. So, the Braves kind of maybe have a little bit of an easier finishing stretch to the season than uh, than do a lot of yeah. So that could be interesting.
0: No, I knew that about the Braves. Braves have a fairly easy end of the season. They're they're the front part of their schedule is pretty tough. Um, so I mean, if Atlanta starts off hot, they could easily easily run away with it. But if they don't, then it'll be tougher. But I mean, I'm not sure how that sets up. But it'd be interesting to, to take a look at. that. Maybe on the next podcast, we can look at it and maybe uh, maybe talk yeah. about some hot starts for some MLB teams and see. You know,
4: kind of has the advantage early in the season with schedule. Yeah,
0: exactly. But yeah, no, that's that's interesting. Good thought, Blaine. I like that. Um, last team in the East, Washington Nationals. 33-and-a-half, um, same over-under as the
2: Atlanta. Uh, what are your thoughts, Ryan? 33-and-a-half for the Nationals? Yeah. Um, I think the Nationals are the second-best team. I, like, I feel like they'll finish second. Just, I mean, I think they take a little bit of a doubt hit because they lose Rendon. But they just their top three pitch. I mean, you just can't beat Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin you just throw out three people, sixty percent of your game. So they you know, yeah. um, uh, thirty three and a half. Yeah, I mean, I know I can't, if I'm taking four unders and only one over in the division, that's not gonna happen. But I feel like I'm only gonna be wrong about one of them, and I don't know which one it is. So I, th- I, I don't think they. Quite, yeah. I'm gonna say under, but I don't feel good about that one. Under,
0: wow. Okay, all right, all right, Blaine. What do you what do you have to say about that one?
4: Well, uh, I, I think I'm taking the over on the Nats. Um, Support. I mean, defending champs. Uh, you know they've they've been through the ringer. I mean, but then again, you know, you do have that whole deal with with them starting off with the Yankees. And then you know, kind of. Now, granted, I think this year less than normal years, but sometimes you have that uh, kind of that post World Series hangover, yeah. and uh, maybe they're still living on that. But I think this year with not playing until July, if they're hung over now, then they they had a hell of a party. <laughs>
1: so um, I agree with that.
4: You know, you, you gotta you gotta kind of get that that back in check. I, I was kind of looking at the Nats' finishing schedule. No real true advantages. I mean, the Mets, the Phillies, and the Marlins. So if those are the potentially you avoid the Braves the entire. Or you avoid the Braves after the uh, a four game series with them in mid September. I mean, the Nationals are the Nationals are obviously the best team in terms of rotation. Like like Ryan said, I mean you can't you can't necessarily throw out any three guys in baseball that are top to bottom better than Scherzer, Strasberg Corbin. And also, Annabelle Sanchez yeah, gets overlooked a lot. But, I mean, damn, without him last year in the playoffs, he, I don't know. I mean, the way he went out and spun that game against the Cardinals, it set the tone for that yeah, series is. and kind of put him to bed. Their bullpen's obviously a big concern for is. them. I think that's still one thing. that I still don't know how in the hell they won a World Series. That it's, bullpen. It's but they found a, they found a way. Um, I, all, their offense, obviously, is just it's, – it's a lot of mission, kind of mix and match. But you do have some outstanding guys, and they have a good chemistry, you know, led by Soto. I mean, Trey Turner's obviously a great talent. Kendrick and Eaton with, the, you know, the car revving up the engine is great to watch no matter what – no matter if you're a Braves fan or not, you have to enjoy yeah. that. Um, getting Thames back, getting Thames into that lineup would be interesting. Castro's a nice little pickup. I think you have to go over on the Nats. Um, may not be by much, um, but but I think them and the Braves – and maybe the Mets or the Phillies are all going to be right there. And, and I think maybe three teams get in from this division and into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, kind of how it used to be in the Central there, the wild card. And, you know, but then again, um, that, that that also could be wrong, too, because the, Central's gonna, the Central is going to – the West is obviously going to have the team that's going to beat all with the Dodgers. And then the Central is going to be so tightly compact as well. Uh, but you have four contenders and then one team that's obviously out of it. So I'll go over on the natural for sure. Yeah.
0: And I'll agree, Blaine. I mean, I think, well, first of all, back to your previous point, Ron has four unders in the East. You have four overs in the East. So something's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to break that trend. I'm going to go, I am going to go over with the Nats, but I don't like that pick. I don't like it. Just like, Ryan, you don't like the under, I don't like the over. But I'm going to take it because I, I just – you can't have four of one. But uh, I don't know that the Nats really get there. Uh, I think I think maybe just because their rotation is so good and the, and the fact they play six games against the Orioles, uh, which that seems unfair. Um I think they might get there, but I don't think – I don't think they're better than Atlanta, and that's not me just being biased. I just don't like their their – their batting took a hit, losing Rendon, um, and they didn't really help their bullpen out. Um, I don't know that they signed anybody that – anybody worth noting in their bullpen, um, which was already really bad last year, and they didn't improve it. Uh, So that doesn't help them. Um, I mean, they got the right side of their infield I'm not – I'm not overly uh, optimistic about Eric Taines and Stalin Castro for you know a short season. I, I'm not exactly scared of that. Um, and, and then Jan Gomes as catcher uh, and Kurt Suzuki. That's okay. But, I mean, obviously, Soto, that's a fun rivalry with Acuna in that division. He's obviously a, a, a superstar player. Um, but I, I'll just be interested to see what happens, whether the Nats can um, get hot at the plate and score enough runs. Um, that's really where, I, where my concern is because I think their starting pitching is going to keep them in games. Um, but it, they're going to have to go deep because that bullpen, they're not going to hold up, you know, game, over 60 games over 67 days. Um, it's just not going to hold up for them um, unless they significantly improve. But I will go the over uh, just because they did win the World Series. There's some momentum there. Um, they do have a lot of good young players like Robles and Soto, uh, Keyboom, Turner, um, good core. So I'll go over, but I'm not exactly sure about that pick. So we're interested in what Eric says. Um, I don't know if we have a response from him yet. Uh, if we don't, uh, we'll, we'll add it to our results here um, after the podcast. But uh, for now uh, that wraps up the NL East. Um, so we'll move on to the NL West. Um, any other thoughts on the East before we move on though?
2: Not really. It's
4: it's easily the hardest division to handicap. I don't think there's any question about that.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I'd say NL Central's pretty similar, but but yeah. I think uh,
4: yeah, I mean you're right, Ryan. But at least there's a little bit more of distinction in the Central. A little bit more. Right. And it's and maybe it's maybe it's not that much of a distinction, but it's maybe because we have our we have our reasons for feeling. <laughs> yeah, it. we
2: might have our own biases, but I don't know. I mean, if but but I'll, what I'll say is in. Both the NL Central and NL East, you have four teams that are projected 530 and a half or higher, and then you have one team that's way lower. And that makes it really hard because one of the
0: a couple of those teams that are projected 30 to 31, 32 aren't going to hit that. Like they're just right. statistically not. So right. um, we'll see what happens. But NL West is probably the easiest, uh, in my opinion. Uh, to analyze, but let's go through it um, alphabetically. Uh, first up is the Arizona Diamondbacks, and I'm going to switch it up this time. Um, I'll let Blaine go first, and then I'll go first in the Central once we get there. So, Blaine, I'll let you lead off uh, with Arizona okay. Diamondbacks.
4: What's our uh, What's our number there? on the oh, am sorry. Yeah, the uh,
0: over under for them is 31 and a half. Hmm, interesting. Yeah,
4: that's um. That's a little bit higher than I would have initially thought that it would have been for them. But I, I definitely get where Vegas is getting that number because Arizona probably on paper is is the second-best team out there yeah. in the West. Not sure if it's going to play out that way or not. But on paper, you'd say they're probably the second-best team in the West. I mean, the additions they made in the offseason, the core that they have, it's a it's an interesting team, you know. I mean, I, I don't necessarily look at them and say – that they strike fear in me, but I also not don't. I would take a lot of the players they have on their team. I mean, bum leading the staff. You got Robbie Ray and Luke Weaver coming back to form. People like Zach Gallon. I'm not sure why. Um, I mean, the, the bullpen to me is very scary. Uh, I'm not necessarily thrilled with Archie Bradley being my closer. I mean, you know, he has some decent stuff. The offense is okay. I mean, Mar- Quetel-, Quetel Marte and Eduardo Escobar are solid players um nick on my head is is great defensively but doesn't give you a lot in terms of you know the bat uh peralta's been you know doing it for a long time and it's solid player i really like the addition they have of Marte. um and 31 and a half though that's that's a big number i mean but they are going to get to play the rockies and the giants a lot and then they're also going to get to play a lot of other teams in the west um i'll go ahead and go over on the diamondbacks i think 30 i think um barely over but i'll take them over all right somebody's gonna have to win those other games other than the Dodgers, right so it might as well be here
0: <laughs> i'll give you that um do you want me to go or you want to take it
2: i'll go i i similar to uh what blaine said i'm not like in love with the diamondbacks but i think them the padres are like you, you, you could go either way to who will be the second best team in the division um I think that they'll they'll hover around five hundred. Um, I'll say that they get thirty two wins, so I'll, I'll say they barely get that over. Interesting, interesting. Um, I'm going to
0: disagree with you. I don't necessarily like the packs. Um, I'm, I'm not sure about Mad Bum. He's been, he hasn't been himself the past couple seasons. I mean, he's still good, obviously, but, uh, I don't know that he's an ace anymore. And Robbie Gray, I'm not sure he's ever going to put his control together. I mean, he's a big strikeout guy, but I'm not sure he has control whether he can limit his walks or not. Gallon, I mean, he's an up and coming guy, but again, kind of like Stroman. I don't know that he's ever put together a full season. Don't like Luke Weaver. Don't like Murray Kelly. Um, bullpens, iffy after R.T. Bradley. I know they got Kevin Ginkle, who's decent. But after that, I'm really not sure their bullpen's great. Um, they have some guys at the plate, like Kettle Marte, Eduardo Escobar maybe. But after that, I mean, Starling Marte could be good uh, center. Um, but after that, David Cross is probably next best. And he's probably average at best. I I don't really like much else on their team. And they don't really have a deep uh, lineup. And they're going to have to play Dodgers a bunch of times. I think Colorado and San Diego will probably be better than some people think they will be. I actually think San Diego might be the second best team in the the West. Um, Especially one thing I haven't said yet. The team in the West, AL West, they play six times is the Astros, uh, which also gives me pause for going on the over. So I'm gonna go on the under. They'll, they might be around 500, but I don't think they get 32. You know what,
4: Keller? I, after listening to you, yeah, make, make that emphatic <laughs> statement. I I want to bail. Yep. I want to bail hard on my pick. I mean, <laughs> I really do. Because I was kind of I was kind of selling myself on them being the over, and then you like kind of broke it down, and I'm like, man, like I mean, I don't like Mad Bum in that ballpark, no. like you just said, I. I I think I love Marte, and I, I like both the Martes and, and you know, and, and Peralta could bounce back. But, damn, I mean, the bullpen's trash. You, you're you're right. I think you're right. Can I scratch my <laughs> over, please.
1: please? I'll scratch.
4: Because I, I, I love the Padres. I
1: so do. I really I'm, like the
4: Padres. I'm with you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to join on the Blaine's band where I'm to have to switch to the reason <laughs> the main reason I'm switching those, I didn't know they played the Astros six times, they do so that kind of I, I thought they barely get it at 32, so now I'm thinking they get only like 30. So I'm switching, I'll go under two. Perfect, I'm glad I could add some value to this podcast.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely broke it down. D backs just now, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm off, I'm off them. I kind of didn't want to be on them anyway. And you keep, you, you know, you keep trying to tell yourself, ah, they'll be good, and then you're like, no, no, they're they're, they're a little overrated. I think they, right are. Now.
0: Yeah. So, I think yeah. they are, but we'll
1: see.
4: Um, that pitching in that ballpark is not going to be good. It's Not.
1: I really don't like it. They
4: overachieved last year too. I think. I, I maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong in that assumption, but I, I don't see like guys like Walker and some of those other guys and, and Kelly having as good a year's again. So maybe they're due for regression. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, what what did they finish last year? What did the Arizona they were over 500 last year. I mean,
1: but <laughs> I think they were like 84 and 78 eight or something they, like they that. Were.
0: They were that they were a winning team last year, but I just think I just think the Padres have improved and I think the Dodgers got even better and and I think Colorado is still going to be competitive this year even though they weren't last year. I just see them as being more competitive and they have to they have to play the Astros and the, after six times, they have to play the Angels in Oakland, which are going to be tough. Texas is okay. I just don't see them getting that over. But again, um, I think we can move on if you guys don't want to double back on your pick.
4: No, I'm not doubling
0: back. I've, I've, I've already
4: I've already shamed myself once with my bail bailout, <laughs> no. so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll stay true to the under on the after the uh, after the nice defense there that you gave. uh Sounds the old the old the old d-backs uh very good well I, I mean
1: hopefully i didn't make us all wrong so <laughs>
4: well, i'm not betting that
0: anyway so don't
1: yeah. worry about that no.
4: that's that's not not one that's getting any play in my book so, no
0: you know. nor mine right nor
2: mine yeah i'm not touching that one no
0: all right next one's up, Colorado. um I wouldn't touch it with your money, Ike, so, you know, i tell you what. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. If, if it's somebody else's money, i will gladly bet anything. I mean, as long as I just, I mean, no, I
4: don't think I'd even bet his money on that
0: one. Now, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Colorado's up next. Uh, they're over-unders, 26 and a half. Um, so healthy room for them to go over uh, on that if you believe they could be a 500 team. But, uh, again, there's still some questions with them um ryan do you want to lead off you want well blaine's been leading yeah. Off this division.
2: yeah Blaine can go. yeah
4: well man i tell you what i i look at the pitching and i know john gray and marquez are kind of the kind of the two guys that you expect to to kind of carry the pitching staff i, I don't know though i don't know guys i don't know if i see the rockies freeland was such a disappointment i mean my lord Keeping him, trading for him like I did a couple times in this league, it's downright disgraceful. Um, I don't like the bullpen. Like, Oberg and Davis together, I mean, Davis to me is, is a – is he, he's about to fall off. McGee used to be good when he was with Tampa. I, I don't like their bullpen at all. Um, I mean, the offense obviously has still got a lot of players. You know, Hampson and McMahon are up-and-comers. And, you know, Daniel Murphy's obviously a guy that you're going to expect some stuff from. Arenado is what he is. Story, I think's a little overrated at times. I mean, I like Dahl a lot in that outfield. Charlie Blacken's probably, like, you know, maybe the coolest dude on the planet. I don't know if y'all have seen that video where he's – Joe Buck's yeah. talking to him in the All-Star game, and he's like, man, it gets boring out here in the outfield. Like, I want friends. <laughs> and just keeps his hair long. And, dude, I just – like, I know – I have a one a person that I know – um one of their teams, is serious Blackman, kind of playing off the, uh, the the Harry Potter thing with Charlie Blackman. He's just a, he's just one of those dudes you got love yeah. Charlie Blackman. Yeah. All that being said, I think I'm going to take the under on the Rockies, though. Mm-hmm. Um, although someone made a point about this, and I think it's something interesting to look at. I wouldn't bet it. Wouldn't bet it honestly. But the Rockies, where they where they are going to be playing a lot of games in Denver, obviously too. Coming in and out of there is really difficult for people. And in this shortened season it could be even more difficult. But it also could be real difficult for them having a lot of constant travel and not having days to acclimate back to elevation and stuff. Um in the end though the pitching's trash and that you gotta go under.
2: Okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, so you said twenty six and a half. A lot of places I've seen twenty seven and a half. So I'm leaning, and I'm going to pick the over. Now, I know that their pitching is kind of crappy, and it's always going to be crappy because they play in the terrible hitters park. But when – I mean, I'm this also is assuming – I know Blackman had COVID. Hopefully he's back soon. I think he's going to be back. Yeah, so you, you got – when you can throw out Blackman, Arenado, and Story, and then they got some other guys. You got Dahl and Hampson. They got – their offense has plenty of potential – to get to twenty, I mean twenty-seven wins. It's still three games below five hundred. I think their bats can get them to twenty-seven wins alone. They're gonna smash on the Giants. They'll be uh, after. I'm convinced now that the Dombacks are as good. They'll get some wins there. They can still beat the Padres some, and they'll they'll beat some Seattle and Texas in the West. Uh, they can get to twenty-seven. I'm going over. Yeah, I'm gonna agree, Ryan. I'm gonna I'm gonna hard
0: agree. Um, so this is one team out of all the National League West teams. Other than maybe the Dodgers, they probably benefited the most from the DH ad because they were going to have to figure out how to use Murphy and also oh, yeah. really develop their young guys. Now they can just slot Murphy in, mm-hmm. and Murphy, I think, is going to—you know—he's older, and I think he's just going to thrive in that DH position because that's all he I, I mean, he's a—he's a great hitter, and I think if you can just concentrate on that, don't worry about playing in the field, I think he's going to really thrive in that DH. You might see a comeback season from Murphy um, that also allows them to play Garrett Hampson and Ryan McMahon um, at second base and first base um, this
1: year, which which I think is going to help them because those guys have been caught behind. They, was, they were, they were kind of stuck last year, and this is going to really elevate them. Um, I've seen some good things out of pennant from them. Um, Arenado's story, obviously, beast on the left side. And you've got Blackman, David Dahl. I see David Dahl having a big year. Uh, Toppy is not a bad left fielder for them but on the plate. It's a good defensive team, really. It really monitor. is.
0: And then they've got a good prospect, and he was drafted in the league. I was kind of upset. Sam Hilliard, I mean, he's supposed to be every bit as good as Dahl. Um, he, he might get a chance to play over Tapia, or, you know, if they want to spell anybody else in the outfield for a day or two, he might get some at bats. Um, I'm excited about the Rockies' offense. I really like their offense. And, uh, of course, like, like Brian said, I'm not, I'm not going to argue that they're going to be contending in that division. Uh, because they're pitching so bad, um, but it's always going to be bad, and, and every, everybody coming in is going to have the same problem with the balls flying out of there. So, I mean, I don't, I don't really – I mean, Marquez is actually good, and John Gray is above average, and Freeland's average, but at 4-5, 6-4, 4-5, terrible. A bullpen, I'm going to disagree a little bit, Blaine. I like to bullpen. Um, Wade Davis, I could see him having a better year than he did last year. Um, Oberg is pretty solid. Estevez, I think, is underrated in their bullpen. I really like Jake McGee. So that's four guys that are decent. Now the rest of it's trash but you know, I mean, it's decent enough. I, I I like it good enough to go to the over on twenty six and a half, especially given that their six games are against Seattle. Um, so that also helps. It's not against it. It's not against Oakland or Texas. It's against probably the worst team in that division. So that gets them maybe an extra win, maybe. Um,
1: so I'm going to go over. So, uh, that, that wraps up the Rockies. Uh,
0: next is Dodgers. And uh, obviously, we know Dodgers are in the division. Uh, but they're, o- they're over under 37 and a half. I'm not sure what book you guys use and if it's different. But 37 and a half is what I got. But we will go on. Uh, Blaine, I'll let you lead off.
4: Well, you know, at 37 and a half, I, I think I'd lean the under with the Dodgers. I like the bullpen, obviously. The rotation, I have some questions about the rotation, though. I mean, Kershaw, we have questions about his health a little bit. Bueller, obviously, is a guy who can come out there and I think continue to be what he has been the last few years. But Urias, I'm not sold on him by any means. Alex Wood, I mean, you know, he's going to be serviceable. I mean, Kelly, Trahan, Baez – stripling like they 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 have some they have definitely Dustin May obviously is a rotational potential piece long man but I've heard they're also going to maybe go four starters and then kind of piggyback that fifth game a lot because they can um I don't know though I just I'm not a huge I, I mean I like the Dodgers versatility but I'm also not exactly sure other than You know, other than the stalwarts they have, I mean, they get some. They get the best out of some guys. Like is Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez and Pollock still going to be what they once were? I think Pollock could be. He hasn't necessarily been great of late. Um, you know, Seager's been eh. And I mean, Gavin Lux, we've heard about it a lot, but where where is the production really? Muncie is obviously what he is, and Turner. I don't know. I just I look at the Dodgers and say. They are probably going to win that division, but I don't think they are as runaway good as people maybe think they are in the National League West.
0: Okay, and that's a that's a uh, that's a hot take, Blaine. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I I think we'll have some disagreements on that, but I, it's very possible. Look, I I like your arguments you're making, and I think they're very valid. Um, but I, I'll let Ryan I'll let Ryan uh, add his thoughts.
2: Yeah, it's not something I'm so confident in that I bet the over because that's a high number to get 38 wins out of 60. Exactly. Yes, but I'm still kind of slightly over. I'm going to take it, I 38 just because – I mean, yeah, David Price kind of sucks, but like, they just have so much depth. I would take 9 to 38, They have depth for 50. I, uh, I just trust their, their line. I'm like, when you look at their lineup, even though I didn't do it, I never underwent. I have them to win the National League World Series. I think that they come out with, I mean, because the West is clearly one of the weakest divisions, and the Yankees have tough competition. So I think the Dodgers come out with the best record in the Major League. I don't think the best record in the Major League can be left for 37 games. But... Yeah. No,
0: I mean I I think you're not wrong, Ryan. And and so you are you taking the over? Yeah, over. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with you on the over. I mean it's a high numbered hit and I think it's probably barely over. But I, I just think that they're so stacked, and I really like the rotation. Um, I think Urias, uh, Dustin May, Alex Wood, Ross Stripling—they've got enough there that uh, enough of those will hit uh, to be strong. And the bullpen is absolutely stacked.
4: I'm going to agree with you on the bullpen stack but do you really love that rotation? I really I truly do. love that rotation. I really do.
0: I, 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 I really do. I like Dustin May. I like Alex Wood. I like Urias to be good. Um, Stripling's a re- he's been, okay. So even if one of those guys doesn't work out, Stripling is a really good fill in number five. Like,
1: has been yeah, great is. when he gets he the
0: opportunity. And it's really unfortunate for him that he's never gotten a full-time gig as a starting pitcher. Because I think if he did, I think he'd be really good. Um, and you also got Tony Gantz, which people forget. He's actually a pretty highly rated pitcher. He just, again, hasn't had an opportunity. And I think if you give these guys an opportunity, if some of these guys don't work out, I, I mean – I really think Dodgers can just plug somebody right in there and be effective. And with their batting lineup, man, I, the pitching is, uh, the pitching for the rest of the division, to me, is so iffy that this Dodgers lineup is just going to have a field day uh, on opposing pitching. Because, uh, I mean, name me another team in this NL West that you're really actually scared of the rotation. I'm really – I really like the Padres. The Padres rotation is probably the best of the rest. But, again, it's not like it, it's not like there's another team that has like, the Nationals or, or the Braves rotation or, uh, you know, the the Phillies and the Mets rotation. Like, there's nothing – there's no team here that, like, scares me from a rotation perspective enough to limit the Dodgers' bats. Like, I really think the Dodgers are going to put up a lot of runs and their pitching and bullpen is strong enough to get them to 38 wins. And I just think they're gonna crush. And they play the Angels six times. And the Angels are okay, but they're not great. So I mean, I don't I just don't I don't see I don't see a reason they
1: can't hit the over.
2: Yeah, here here's my, my final point on the over for the Dodgers. Last year the Dodgers were the number one team in the national league. Back wise, now I know they lost in game five to the Nationals because they ran into some buzzsaw pitching. But you take the best team in the National League, and you add Mookie Betts to it. Yeah, that's that's all it that needs to be said.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I I just don't.
0: I, I mean, look until that batting lineup goes into a slump, I just they're going to be really hard to beat. Like if they can hit just normal projections, this batting lineup's going to be tough to limit. And I just I just think they're going to run away with that division.
4: They run away with it though. They can still win 37. That's true.
0: That's true. <laughs>
4: that's that's what I'm banking
0: on. That's true. That's true. But I think you've got two teams in here. I, I think Arizona's overrated, and I think San Francisco's terrible. So I just think they're going to beat up on some of these teams. <laughs> like, it's just – I just – I don't know, man. I, I, I could see them getting the under just because 38's a lot of wins, and I could see them finishing with 36-37. But I, I just think they have every bit of potential to hit the over.
4: No. And, and, and th- th- I mean, every bit of potential for sure. But I could see some complacency with this group potentially because I think they have read these clippings now. Heck, since they signed Mookie Betts, they're the best team in the National League and they're expected yes. to be in
1: the World Series. Yeah.
4: And that doesn't always work that way. And if they have a bad week, week and a half, they can still overcome that. But are they going to get
0: 38 wins? I'm going to say no. I, I mean, you're you could be right blind. I, I I'm not going to argue that. I mean, yeah. it could it's very 38's a lot of wins in a 60-game season. That's that's a really high win percentage. So we'll see. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch for sure. Um, gonna love that opening day victory against the against the Giants. They're gonna get, but uh... hey, watch <laughs> out for
4: Johnny Cueto, man. Watch oh, out, for dang. Johnny Cueto.
0: No way, dude. No Never way. <laughs>
4: I might make a bet on that.
0: No, I'll I'll take you up on that. for now. it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, let's we'll talk about that.
4: <laughs> That's hey, well, well, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now that the Giants will win on opening day with Johnny Quaid on the mound against the Dodgers.
1: No way. No way.
4: I think I just—I think Ryan literally just like left left because of that.
0: <laughs> I think you did. I think he did. Let's see if I he can. Let's see if he can rejoin. I'm not sure what may be going on with him.
4: Hey, and, and, and I'll say this: Johnny Cueto is a tough guy to pick up. He hasn't had any innings on him this year to this point. I could see him coming out there and throwing a pretty damn good game against the Dodgers on our. He field.
0: could. I mean, he very well could.
4: Yeah.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, we'll see if we can get Ryan back. Um, he, he might be having some technical difficulties, but I'll go ahead and add my my thoughts on on. Uh, well, I guess we're. Have I, I guess I've added my thoughts on Los Angeles, but uh, yeah, Blaine. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I just don't. I just don't yeah. think that Kershaw can be beat at home on opening day. Um, it's going to be tough, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Next up is San Diego. Um, the let's go with you, Blaine. Uh, hopefully we can get Ryan back. I'm not sure what might be going on. Um, yeah. but I'll let you add your thoughts on San Diego.
4: So what do we have there for the Padres? on The Padres is
0: really low here. 30 and a half.
4: I love that over. Um, love that over. I like the, I like the core of that team. I mean, adding Tommy Pham out there and Will Myers kind of get, get it going. Trent Grisham's a great young prospect. Um, I really like Fernando Tatis to bust out this year with Machado to kind of be better than he was last year. You expect that. Profile addition's nice. Greg Garcia's a nice hitter. I mean, Posmer really hasn't been the guy that they'd want out there, but he's still good. Hedges and Mejia aren't bad. I love the bullpen. I think it might be one of the best in the National League with Yates nailing it down. Yep. Um, Emilio Pagan, Premier, Stammon's good. strong, pretty solid. Guerra. Uh You know, and they could add to that too. I mean, Panic L- Lamatt um, and Davies and Lucchesi. I mean, they. I, I really like the Padres, and I and I uh, very high on them, especially in the short season. If they get it going early, I love the over with, with the uh, with the fathers, yeah, dude. I
0: I I cannot agree more with you, playing. I love the Padres this year. They're one of my really dark horses. I'm a deep sleeper. Um, let's see. Uh, Ryan's having some trouble getting back in. Um, I might have to split this up into two segments. Um, so, so, blank.
4: Yeah, because the central is going to be what it is, though. So we, we, and plus, you get to get some chain smokers in between the segments. I love that. Who <laughs> doesn't love that?
1: There you either. go, Blaine.
4: Or that ocean song they played before the last one, dude. It was, it was good, man. Well, yeah, you know,
0: I'm, I'm trying to throw some good music choices in here. Um, I think you're doing a hell of a job. <laughs> I will say, I'm a little bit limited on my music choices to like 2017 and prior for whatever reason. Um, Spot it has mm-hmm. con- This is connected to Spotify somehow, and it, it's not letting me add any songs that are newer than 2018. So it'll be some oldies hmm. uh, thrown in. So uh, yeah, I'm going to end the segment here. Uh, we'll get you guys back on the horn, uh, and we'll uh, throw in some music for you guys.
1: So enjoy. See y'all after the break. Hey. Welcome mm-hmm. back. Hope you enjoyed the interlude music. Um, not sure what to do yet, but hopefully end up picking. Hope it's chain smokers, y'all. Hope it
3: chain
0: <laughs> Glad you enjoyed the play. Um, definitely throw in something fun.
4: Mm. Uh, we uh, want something uh, just like this, man. I did a lot baseball, it. y'all. There we go.
0: It's a great song. Uh, I love it. Uh, so alright, well we're back. Um, Blaine's already given his analysis on San Diego Padres. Um, I was about to give mine uh Blaine be over. Um, Padres over under thirty and a half. Um I'm gonna give my analysis next week. I'm
1: gonna bring it like I said, no one of my talk about uh playoff. Uh, they they added on the fan. They have, uh, of the first season, uh they get a little bit better production out of the Myers that breaks great Um just zero and Commander Tots actually and yeah. uh, have a that uh paddock from uh in the maybe 20 kind of girl if I'm remembering right. Uh he came back we got McKinsey Gordon coming up. Especially in the position, there's a lot of questions about that, about uh, Like I said, the amazing. Conrad, Gates, John, John, high billy has in the long man. we really positive for them. So I'm taking I'm camera Oh, no, no. hammer the
4: over hammer the over like I mean, you short to bet the under Keller you might as well be on the over
1: <laughs> that's right, that's right. If,
4: if, if it was an essay paper which you said that's a hundred <laughs> I think we literally just copy each other's papers from segment A to segment B it's we did. You, hey, you gotta, you gotta love the pa, you gotta love the fathers, man. Here in 2020, they're gonna be
1: the father brown
4: and the brown and uh, gold unis and
1: oh man, the, the
4: uniforms here in San Diego. So uh, my bad though. Go ahead, Ike. I no,
1: no. Uh, before Rod starts, I will say the uniforms add at least two wins,
4: at least two. 100 <laughs> percent, at least two wins. And with Tatis rocking those brown and gold old-school unis, I mean, come on now. 100%. (laughs) Now, by the way, speaking of the Fathers, did you guys see that stat on Tony Gwynn that he only struck out in 4.2% of his major league at-bats? That's absurd. Wild. Absurd. He's not walking through that door, but I think they do make the playoffs this year.
0: I agree, man. I couldn't agree more. I think they're my dark horse for playoff spot. But we'll see.
4: I'll follow that, Ryan. Follow that, right? That's right. I just pump him up. Now, now he's gonna look like you know, gonna come in here and go the under on. It's probably, probably, <laughs> but I'm fine with that.
0: <laughs> All right, Ryan.
2: Um, so what's the number again? Thirty and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Padres. Um, I think they're coming on and they'll be they'll be solid. And then after not. After realizing I have to I'm not wanted the under the Diamondbacks, I think they'll be the second best team. They'll get it, they'll be about around 500 team, but I think they can get one win over 500, so I'll take the over. Yep. I think we're all in agreement on the Padres. All right, next up, San Francisco Giants.
3: who What's our right number?
0: are an over under 25 and a half. Ooh. 25
3: and a half.
4: Wow. Um, well, I mean, they're getting the opening day win versus the versus the uh no, they're not. the Dodgers. Give it up. I'm telling you, man, Johnny Cueto is gonna go out there and spin a gym on opening night. Just to try and show everybody what he's still got. You know that little Louis Tion type of delivery. He's gonna really be kind of messing with the Dodgers there on opening night. No, um, I mean, you know, I, I have a buddy, a, a real good friend of mine, that worked with us at the Power. Now he's at Natto. He's a huge Giants fan. He's counting this GM right and left. But then I look at their team, and I'm just like, man, that's a bad squad this year. No Posey as well, so the catcher position's in total flux. I mean, I mean, you have a lot of veteran-type guys in that rotation, but, like, what's Trevor Cahill really ever done? Samarja, huge, colossal <laughs> disappointment. He's We've heard about the potential forever, never done anything. Smiley's okay. I mean – Tony Watson's going to close games for crying out loud. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Tony Watson he was great as the eighth, eighth inning and seventh inning guy for the Pirates, but he's not a closer doesn't have the mentality um Derek Rodriguez is kind of a guy they they've mismanaged big yeah, time there They do. um I agree I mean know team is the team is also old in terms of Bells terrible, you know Longoria and that's an old team um. To get to get above that, what twenty five and a half wins? Yep. I think's asking a lot. I, I, like you said, I mean, every other team in that division is better, um, and they don't. Ha- and that core's not really even had. Even has, um, that core doesn't really even have experience winning games um, at the major league level, Other other than some of those old veterans, but they're kind of in decline. So I'm going to go under.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give my analysis really quick, Ryan. It's only two yeah. words. Yeah. Dumpster fire. Dumpster fire. Awful team. I they might be just as bad as the Marlins. Ooh, uh, you think so? Dude, I think so. I, I think the Marlins might be better than the than the than the Giants. Because I think the Marlins have some promise in their pitching rotation and I think they're a little bit better even on the batting side. I just don't like anything about the Giants. I literally don't like a single thing. I,
4: I
1: can they I can leave. tell you I don't they like need to blow them. it
4: up big time. What is it? They need to blow it up big time. D- I, mean, I think they're finally starting to Are
1: play, they are they, are they, Orioles, like, are they, they, are they bad
0: dude, they're getting there. I'm telling you. I really, <laughs> really don't like the Giants. Um I think they're gonna get pounded. They've got to play Oakland six times. Uh I they I, I don't even think they get close to twenty five wins twenty six wins. Uh, I think they might be close to eighteen to twenty. It's really worth what they stand. I think they're way under hammering that way under.
3: You're
4: underestimating the great Johnny Quato, though, Ryan.
0: I'm going. not underestimating Johnny
3: Cueto.
0: <laughs> 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 oh God. All right, Brian.
2: Yeah, uh this is one of my other four one of my four bets. That like the it's been juice it's been changed so much, like I originally bet it. I like only put like $5 on the under. It was like minus 120. After the Posey news, it's now like minus 160 on the under of uh, 25 and a half. They're going, they're going under. I mean, I actually do think the Marlins, even though I've I've hammered the Marlins more on the under, is only because of their their division and schedule strength. The Giants have an easier schedule than the Marlins do. But if they were like playing head-to-head, I would say Marlins would win six up, at least six out of ten times. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely the under. I don't. There's nothing about this team I like. Yeah.
4: Hey, I'm gonna raise your stakes on that Ike. I have bet risked 30 to win 27 on the Giants on that under at 24 and a half, not even 25 and a half. Oh. So mm-hmm. I know I sold them to try and be better than they are, but they're 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 terrible. Yeah, they're terrible.
3: They're yeah. they're not good.
0: <laughs> All right, fun times. We didn't Love bang time.
4: on them like we did the Orioles, though. We probably should, but. You know, yeah. at least they have guys we know who they are.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could I at least know who, who their who their starters are for the most part. I don't know who the Orioles starters are, so I mean, we're still be not a going, going that
4: softball way. team at this point. But I mean, they're you
0: know we at least know who they are. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh man! All right, so that wraps up the NLS. Uh, that was good. Um, I think we all both finished. I think Blaine, you finished. It- you you finished again with four unders and one over, and in uh, in the east you finished with four overs and one under. So you went opposite in the west. Um,
2: really oh, hoping
0: know. the Padres steal a lot of wins is what you got to hope for. <laughs> I think they are.
2: I think they could. I think they could.
0: So, all right. Well, let's get to the Central. We have a lot of fans in the Central. Uh, Got Eric with St. Louis. Got a lot of Pirates fans in the league. Got Ryan with the Cubs. So this will be a fun debate. Um, Saved it for last. Uh, So let's let's dig in. Uh, Chicago Cubs uh, is the first team on the board. I said I was going to go first. But, Ryan, this is your team. I'll let you do the honors of talking about the Cubs and giving your thoughts on an over-under of 32.5.
2: Over-under 32.5. Woo. All right. Uh, just to kind of talk about the team. few, uh, yeah, I know Blaine's – I already know Blaine's going to hammer the under here because I know he's an anti-Cubs person. But
1: <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> everything that
2: I say, he's going to be like, oh, it's the exact opposite. But, you know. But anyway, so – I just speak
4: the truth. I, that's all I
2: can say. <laughs> yeah. So the bat the, – the Be the all- voice of reason. Give me my time. I'll, I'll give you. You'll get your time here in a minute. So, um, batting wise, I like the bats. The bats are going to be good. You get to now add Swarbrick as your DH. Um, the only thing is a little worry. Res was having. A, I don't know if that's going to linger into the season, that would suck if he missed a little bit of time. Um, but overall, uh, I like their bats. Pitching wise. I need. We need on the back end. We need the Kimbrel to pick him up. He sucked for us last year. If he can go back to normal Kimbrel, that would help. <laughs> but we'll see how the bullpen. The bullpen's average. I'd say it's not great, but it's not. It's not terrible. you being kind. We're aging, but Dar- Darvish. Darvish is going to be a stud, even though some people hate on Darvish. He's, I, he was a stud in the second half. He'll be good. Hendricks will be good. We need Quintana back. I don't know how quick he's gonna get back. I heard he's getting a little bit better. Uh, the back end of the rotation is not the greatest. Um like the four or five starters. Um because Lester's getting getting up there. 32 and a half.
4: <laughs> he's getting up there alright. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I I, I, I want to say. I, I'm not betting this because
3: uh, you don't want to
2: leave money. over. But <laughs> I I will just say I'll either be right or happy. So that way um I'm either way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick under, but I, oh, wow. I'd rather be happy and just go ahead and
3: that, so. <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow I'm shocked by this. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine, what do you have to say a, to that?
4: Well, um, I mean, after hearing that, I, I I'm going to go ahead and say that with the Cubs, the pitching staff is ancient and continuing <laughs> to get older. Um, I mean, I I know Ryan pouting Darvish's second half numbers last year, but I look at him and I'm I'm not necessarily sold on even that part of the season for him. I mean Quintana. They signed him for a lot of money. They got a lot of big contracts. Like Ryan said, that bullpen is, eh, you know, it's its not necessarily something that I'm necessarily thrilled with if I'm a Cubs fan coming down the stretch. Plus, you got rid of Carl Edwards Jr., that stud that he was. Um, I mean, Jeremy Jeffries is probably, in my opinion, I would say probably their setup guy. Kimbrel's a little long in the tooth. I mean, Is he going to come back to what he was? Um and some of these guys are getting a little older. I mean, a lot of the Cubs guys are, you know, I mean, they still have a core of guys that are a little bit young, obviously, like Baez and, 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 and Rizzo and Bryant. But Rizzo's starting to even kind of, you know, he's been around the block a few times now. Um, I, I don't know. I, I look at the Cubs and I just – I don't believe that it's a 33-win team. Um, I don't buy Ian half. I I don't think Jason Hayward's an amazing uh, bat. I think Schwarber's going to strike out more times than anybody could even begin to guess um, this season. So I, I I'm I'm going to go ahead and go with the under on the Cubs. Um, bull Bull bullpen's absolute July dumpster fire garbage trash, um, and the starting rotation if it if it if it doesn't you know get going quickly. It could fall apart very fast for the Cubbies uh, this season, and especially with all the expectations and then everyone's got to make David Ross the savior. It could be a long season there on Waveland Avenue for the Cubs. So I'm I'm definitely going under on the Cubs.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, look, it's not 2016
4: more. anymore. It's not
0: 2016 anymore. <laughs> no, and I was just going to say that, Blaine. It feels like Vegas is riding some uh, 2016 coattails. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, if I were setting lines, I would probably set it right around 30-and-a-half or 29-and-a-half. I, I, I don't know that I'd I, I mean, maybe the Cubs get to 500, but I don't know that they go much over that. Um, I, I see Bryant, Rizzo, Bias. And after that, I don't know that there's a whole, much, whole lot to love about – I mean, careers is solid, but – yeah i mean there's some guys that are solid there's some guys that are solid guys but i wouldn't go oh my gosh that is absolutely great um i mean darvish look i mean darvish in our keeper in our in our league i mean darvish was top player on the board he fell all the way through us so i mean clearly none of us believe in darvish um enough to to pick him there now i mean brian got great value for him and and i think he could be good and he's on a decent team, so obviously fantasy wise, not a bad pick at all. Um, but I mean, I have my question marks about Darvish, um, Hendricks. You know what you get. Lester, Ryan knows I hate Lester. Uh,
3: so I mean, um, you can't
4: even throw the ball to first base for crying out
2: loud! <laughs> so, yeah, that's just all dribble
4: good. the ball over there. It's embarrassing. He's my, but, uh, but uh, good but for him though. I mean, he's made a career
3: out of it. So
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. He, couldn't, he couldn't throw to first base when he was leading us to a World Series. So it's not like a new problem.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I hope
4: he never coaches high school baseball and has to teach anybody how to vote for a big off. That's all I have to right.
2: say. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll um, give you that. I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. Under for the Cubs, I'm not sure they get to 500. Uh, they might be around 500, but I'm not sure if they do. We'll see. Um, but I don't think they go over 30. I don't think they get 33 wins. I think that's too high. So I'm hitting the under. All right. Let's move on. Cincinnati Reds, over under, 31 and a half. So a game below the Cubs on the over under. Uh, gee, I guess, how do you want to structure this? Do you want me to go first on the Central? Yeah, why not, Ryan? All right, I'll, I'll lead it off. Um, Reds, this is another team I'm high on uh, as a dark horse. Uh, actually, they're my favorite to win the division. And I think there were a few others in our chat that said the same thing. Um, I like this team. I like what they did in the offseason. They got Mustakas coming in. They got Castellanos coming in. They got Shogo Akiyama um, to an already pretty decent batting lineup uh, with Suarez, uh, Sinzel, Votto. I like their lineup. Uh, Batting lineup's good. Uh, Pitchers, I love their rotation. I think it's maybe the best in the division. Uh, Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer. It's a really good one. I don't one think do there's field. any maybe about it, Ryan.
4: I don't think there's any maybe about it. Yeah. I mean, that's being, five, that's, that's being used, really the best but, that's
0: being nice to the rest of the division. Blake.
1: I'm <laughs> <being crazy>.
0: hey, <laughs> i Hey, I feel you. but Yeah. Be- best pitching staff, um, I think their bullpen's underrated. Uh, they got and as a long man uh, in the bullpen. Uh, he could start and put Di Scalfani in the bullpen, but we'll see what they do. Uh, Stevenson, Amir Garrett, Pedro Strop, Lorenzen, um, Iglesias is a good closer. I really like them. They got Nate Jones. I forgot about Nate Jones. So, I mean, look, decent bullpen, um, good closer, great rotation, not really a whole lot of holes in the batting lineup. They have options off the bench. Um, Yeah, I like this team. I I think they're going to win the division. So I'm going over pretty hard, actually. I'm going to hammer the over.
2: Who's next? Me? Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. What, what, what was the number again? What was the 31 number again? and a a half? Thirty-one. Yeah, I like the Reds. I mean, I think they get in the pitch with Bauer and Gray, and they're getting the pitching together, and they're bats. They've added bats. Um, I mean, the division's tough, um, but they get to play the Central, so 31 and a half. I think they're a 500 team, but around 500, but they I, th- I could see them getting 32. So I'm, I'll am i take they over. All right. Blaine, I'll let you run it out.
4: Well, I, I'm going to tell you this. I love their opening to the season. That schedule getting the Tigers uh, for for six games right out the gate with the Cubs at home for four. If they, if they kind of come out there real quick and then you got the, the Royals for a couple early, um, I think the Reds could get out really fast in this uh, abbreviated season and kind of maybe not run away, but kind of put some distance between them and the rest of the division. I mean, they won the off season. There's a lot of enthusiasm, obviously. I mean, they've got a, they've got a who's who in the outfield. I don't even know, you know, how they're going to structure that a lot of times. I mean, you've got a guy like Kikinia who comes out last year and is, is an absolute stud putting up great numbers who can't even see, probably isn't even going to see the field this year. Love the Shogo Akami pick that they got in the off season. I mean, they love Sinzel. I'm not necessarily necessarily sold on Sinzel. Me too. But they, they seem to love him. Same. Castellanos is obviously – yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's something about Sinzel. I keep hearing about it, but I've never really truly seen with my own eyes why he's so special.
0: Um, I agree. I agree with you, yeah, buddy. Yeah,
4: I don't know. You know, Winker, Winker's good. I, you know, I, a couple of Reds fans I know, one in particular, a big one, Um, he's always had questions about Galves at shortstop. I think you can win with him. But then in the infield, I mean, Suarez is a great defender. Votto is a little long in the tooth, but he's still Joey Votto, so you expect to get good numbers out of him. Barnhart solid. I mean, behind the dish does what he's supposed to do. I'm a little nervous about the Moustakis at second. I know, you know, he did well at Milwaukee, but he's not a great defensive second baseman, but he's going to hit a ton of bombs at Great American Small Park um, mm-hmm. because, that's, because that's what people do there. Like you said, the bullpen's pretty good. I mean, Iglesias, Lorenzen, Stroke. Uh, I don't like Amir Garrett. I think he's (laughs) literally the trash of baseball, in my opinion. Uh, And I have my reasons for that. Um, I don't know if anybody watched all that brawl action between the Pirates and the saga that was. That dude thinks he can take on an entire team and charges the dugout. So I guess you got to love his enthusiasm, I guess. Um, I I don't like Amir Garrett. Um, (laughs) Wouldn't even use his own team in the show. Like, he wouldn't even played his own ballpark. He went and played at Marlins, gave up two home runs in that tournament. I, I don't know. Again, I do, I do like the Reds, though. I do like the Reds on the over because that pitching staff is the best in the division. I don't think there's any question. I mean, a guy like Wade Malley, you know, is potentially slotted in to be the five starter. Um, and as well as he did with Houston last year, kind of a rebound with, you know, great. And he was like a four ERA, but in the AL, that's not awful, awful. Disco's was thought of to be a one at one point in time for them. He's their four. Bowers a three. Gray and Castillo, I mean, that's by far the best pitching in the division. Um, they play games at a ballpark where they're going to hit, you know, at least three or four home runs a, home runs a game. Um, and, and they have a great offensive lineup, a lot of, a lot of intensity and um, a lot of enthusiasm there in Cincinnati. So I'll go the over big time on the Reds.
3: Good. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I, I, I'll and that pains go.
4: me to say that, but I, but I'll go with it.
0: Yeah, I mean you have to. I mean Amir Garrett included. Um,
4: I, 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 yeah, Amir Garrett included. <laughs> that's almost enough reason to go under, but but I won't.
0: <laughs> hey, I I respect Amir Garrett for thinking that he can take on a whole team. It was pretty great, and I loved that. So if you're a Pirates fan, you probably think he's a jerk, but I'll I, I'll I'll like him. I don't think he's a jerk. I don't
4: think he's very smart. <laughs>
0: Uh yes, I'll I'll agree with you there. <laughs> Didn't have doesn't have all his marbles, but you know, that's all right. Um, Milwaukee. So over under thirty and a half on Milwaukee, and and I guess I'll beat it off. So I'll start with the rotation.
4: Um, I think it's solid. Let's talk about your boy Hauser. Come on now, go ahead, pump no. him up.
0: <laughs> I like. It. Okay, I'm gonna pump up my guys. I, I, I got I gotta give some love uh to my team. <laughs> So Hauser, Hauser came on last year. He was really good. Maybe the Brewers second best pitcher last year. And I just think that success continues. All his metrics say that it will. Um, His underlying stats and FIP and all that support um, his actual stats last season. And I think he'll have another good year. Um, Lindblom, he was the MVP of the KBO. Um, I mean, I know it's the KBO and I know he's older and, and, you know that's not guaranteed to transition over to Major League Baseball, but um, look, he's number three in that in that rotation. Woodruff's the Woodruff's the number one, and he's a solid number one. Um, so I, I do like Lindblom as a number three in Milwaukee. Um it's it's not a bad park for pitchers. Um, it,
3: whoa,
4: whoa, 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 No, no,
0: no, 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 no!
4: It's it's a terrible park for pitchers.
3: Hmm.
4: I, 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 my opinion. A lot of games in the Central there. I think Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee's a hitter's park. park. Yeah, really? so, yeah. Maybe, had, maybe I'm wrong on it. that, Kelly. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. Bernie slides on that damn slide so much
1: for a reason, right? <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs>
0: well, hitters park, hitters park side. I like the rotation. Uh, Corbin Burns and Freddie Peralta. Both of those guys have a lot of upside. Brett Anderson's there if he if they're if. You know, one of them doesn't work out, but um, if one if one of those guys hits, that's four decent pitchers. I like the rotation. Um, the The bullpen, I'm not so great on. Uh, Hayter's a good closer, but outside of Hader, their middle relief could cost them some games. Uh, not not much there. I really like. Uh, but the but the batting lineup's still going to be good. They got Uh They got, uh, got Larissa Urias, who's going to be pretty solid for them uh I like him coming over from the Padres um getting a fresh start in Milwaukee uh Omar Navarez I think is a sneaky good batting or a sneaky good catcher behind the behind the plate um and then uh I mean you got in the outfield you got Kane obviously Yelich, Braun's better gonna be better as a DH where he doesn't have to use his legs so much um and I have to say Garcia could be sneaky good in right field so I mean I really don't Hate the Brewers now. Do I think they'll finish much above 500? No, Um, but do I think they get there? Uh, They might get there. Uh, I'm going to go over just because I think they'll be slightly over that 500 mark, but not by much.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go opposite that. I'm going under. I just don't trust their pitching staff at all. I, I mean, I mean, who's their ace? Who's their ace? Woodruff. Yeah, well, we'll just, I bet what's we'll just more like a two or a two, maybe. I mean, he's a high, he's a he's a high three
1: to a
4: to a low two, I think. Personally,
2: yeah, I mean he's
4: I mean, he hasn't done it for very long either.
2: I don't know. I just don't trust their pitching staff overall. And other than Hader in their bullpen, it's just like I don't know. And and they might have to use him earlier sometimes, and then not save him for closer if it's a tight spot. And then they're bad. They like lost Mustakis, and they lost someone else. And like Lorenzo Cain's not that great anymore. And like, I don't know. I just, I, believe, I mean, they got yellows but I just, I just between the Reds, the Cubs, and the Cardinals, uh, I just think the division's a little too tough. I think they'll be close to five hundred. I think they end up in the twenty-eight, twenty-nine win range. So I'm picking under. Fair enough.
4: It's funny enough. Uh, I think we might actually agree on something in this division, Ryan. Um, and that might be all we agree on in this division.
3: Uh,
1: because
4: I mean, Woodruff Woodruff's really only been a starter for one year, and he was he was great at the start, and then he kind of tailed off a little bit um, as as the summer continued to go. Now Hauser picked it up, but I don't buy Hauser. I uh, I don't I don't necessarily love the Brewers rotation. Like y'all said about the bullpen, I mean Sutter and Hayter, you know, have to be great. Peralta needs to finally step it up um, and, and, and be something that that they've wanted him to be. They keep showing, talking, promise in him, and and you don't necessarily really see it. I mean, he has the stuff, but the results aren't there. Canello yeah. coming back from injury could be a big help for him. I don't love, I don't like their defense at all, though. And I think that's a problem for him. Um, I mean, Brock Holt utility will go around and play a lot of different positions for him. Sogard can play a little bit. We got everybody's favorite Mountaineer, Jed Jerko. You know, I don't know how many damn times when he played for the Cardinals you'd hear about uh, Morgan Town's own Jed Jerko during a Pirates game when he played for the Cardinals. It's like, we know Greg Brown. Come on, move on. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, ben Gamble could have a good year. You still have Yelly. Uh, it's it, it, it's a tough call. It really is. Um, I think in the end, I'm going to go under for Milwaukee. I think they're about a thir- twenty-nine to thirty-one team. Um, and that's based off solely because of the pitching. Now, if that pitching comes around and they and they get something out of that pitching, this is easy. This is an easy over. But I, I'm I'm very skeptical in that pitching uh, for Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm kind of torn between how I see the Cubs and how I see Milwaukee. And I know, Ryan, you don't agree with me on that. But I, I really see Milwaukee as maybe even slightly ahead of the Cubs. And, and so that's why I, I'm taking the, the slight over on Milwaukee and why I took the under on the Cubs. I think those two um, are going to finish real close in the standings um, and really close to 500. And I'm just not sure which side of 500 they'll be on. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's kind of yeah. That- yeah, I got, oh, got an
4: incoming uh text here from Eric with some picks, by the
0: way. Nice. Well we'll we'll get to that here in yeah. here in just a second. Did you wanna read off his picks and then get to the Pittsburgh St. Louis picks? Or did you wanna finish up and then get to his picks?
4: Well, I mean what what are you guys thinking?
2: Yeah, we'll just finish up ours and then we can get, read through get his. Eric. Yeah,
0: okay. that works. All right. So but
2: one, before you switch to the next team, when you said, Bob, I agree that Milwaukee and the Cubs will finish close, like, like 32 and a half was the Cubs number. Yeah, I think they finished 31 32, but I still think Milwaukee finishes 28 29. So they'll be close in the standing. I think Cubs are ahead. Fair enough. Fair enough.
0: All right. Next team. Pittsburgh Pirates. We've got a lot of Pirates fans. Blank, I'll let you speak for him.
3: You can go ahead.
4: Hello. Hey. Oh, I didn't hear you there, Ryan. Right? Am, am you want me to start here? You were kind yeah, of breaking yeah. up this is
1: your team. Okay. This is your team, Blank. This oh, is your it's team,
4: Buccos. Okay. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't <laughs> sure if we were gonna gonna save the best for last or or whatnot. So um, <laughs>
3: I'll go
4: ahead. I'll go ahead and uh, start here. So I mean, obviously. Everybody that, you know, quote, unquote, is an analyst on the game of baseball is going to pick the Pirates to finish last in the NL Central. And I think understandably so because Milwaukee's been up there and has been good with, with you know, a guy like Yelly that's obviously going to catch people's eyes. The Cubs are the Cubs, and they're still living off that 2016 nostalgia um, and then kind of getting back in the playoffs the next year but then falling completely apart. That Rockies game—they've never been the same since those losses to the Rockies and Brewers back-to-back days, um, in my opinion. But he, but here's the thing: with here's the thing, I think the Pirates are going to be sneaky, sneaky good this year, um, in terms of the core of the offense. Okay. Now the pitching pitching staff eh, is something to be desired, but when you have a when you have a core of guys like Josh Bell, who we saw last year what he did in the month of June and July, I, I mean numbers that. You know, you put him up in there in the stratosphere with the Babe Ruth. I mean, those were how good he was um,
0: that's, last that's year. That's a stretch, though. Uh,
4: Babe Ruth. No, it wasn't a stretch. That's Those were the type of numbers he put up in the month of June last year. We're talking Santa right. Sosa esque numbers for the okay. month of June.
0: Yes, that's one month, though. <laughs> I'll let you continue,
1: Blaine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll let you continue.
2: Blaine, there. Where'd Blaine go? Says he's still here. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, again,
0: some difficulties on the on our end. Not sure what's going on. Man, this was uh, writing some good, good content. Um, you want to go no, ahead? I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and we'll okay. see what happens with Blaine's mic and, and see if he gets back on. Um, might have to take another short break and, and reinvite everyone, but I'll go ahead and give my stuff while, while we're connected. Um, okay. Look, I, I mean, the Pirates, they have some promise. I'm not going to deny that. They got some young up and coming pitchers, Musgrove, Keller. Um, they've got some decent young bats and in, in Brian Riddles and Frazier, Kevin Newman, Um, their leaders, probably Josh Bell, but look, I mean, I just don't like enough on this team to say that it's better than the other teams in this division. Um, I'm not there yet. Um, maybe they're a year away. They're probably some prospects away or some, uh, free agents away from being there. And I just don't see them in this division being as competitive as everyone else, so I'm just going to go the under. Like, I just don't think they get to 26 wins. I think they're somewhere close to what this over-under is at 25 and a half. But I don't think they get to 26. I think they're more 24, 25. So I'm going to go under, but I'll give them credit. I don't I don't. I don't think it's going to be that far under.
2: Okay. Ryan, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, I can. I was hoping Blaine would be back on here so you could hear mine. But uh, Let me see if we can add on. Actually,
0: right. Ryan, let me take a break. Let me, let's take a break, guys. Uh, we'll be back with another segment. Uh, Blaine did, did drop off. I want to make sure he gets to hear this. So uh, we'll be back with Ryan's analysis and finish up with Blaine's. And we'll be
1: back. Thanks. Hello? 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 Hey, everyone back. Uh, all
4: right, we're back. We're
1: back. Hope you enjoyed this second intermission song. Don't know what's going to
4: Man, it better
0: have been
1: the
4: chain
0: smokers that's all I got to say <laughs> <laughs> hey you can never have too much of a good thing yeah. um let's let's so I gave my analysis plane um i'll recap it very quickly you yeah. um, cred. i gave them credit for having some good young talent but I think they're a year or two away from being
1: competitive in this division and i don't i don't see them beating that over under i think they're going to fall maybe a game or two short of it um, that's not to say there's not stuff to like here, because there is. Um, I just don't – I just think there's enough hold uh, throughout the rotation and throughout the batting lineup where the rest of the division is barely edited. Um, I just – and further along, um, I think it's going to take spots to elsewhere to to be. that I'm going on to the – I hey. can't um,
4: you know, I I'm going to go ahead and say, Ryan. I, mean, I I definitely see where you're coming from there. Um, and did did I go ahead and take his pick? Or no. gonna...
2: I'm waiting for you to finish yours, and I'll I'll, I'll go last.
4: Okay. Well, I mean, I, I'll say this. So I was was on. I think I was talking about how Josh Bell could literally carry a team for yeah. for a month. Which, if he does that this year, could really could really make a huge difference here for the Pirates. I think he has the potential to do so. Um. I really think Con Moran's an underrated player. Uh, the Key Brian Hay situation could come up. Uh, and, and a guy that not a lot of people talk about that I think is a very important player versatility-wise and what he could do or what he, what he brings to the table is Adam Frazier uh, to the team, second base, outfield potential guy. Um, I think in the end for the Pirates, so it's going to come down to pitching. Is the pitching able to rebound from what was last year a terrible season? Cause a lot of these guys were pretty damn good, um, in 2018. Um, you know, Trevor Williams was an absolute stud on the level of a Jake Arrieta in terms of production for, a, for his second half. Mitch Keller has a ton of talent. Chad cool brings the ball at 98 miles an hour. Steven brought was pretty good last year. Um, Joe Musgrove, obviously, you know, was highly thought of enough to be brought over in that big Garrett Cole trade. Um, in the end, though, I mean, Talion and Archer not being there are going to hurt. I think Derek Holland provides a nice little bit of boost. I really think the Pirates' bullpen, though, is pretty good. I don't think a lot of people know how good the potential in that bullpen is. Keona Kela has great stuff. Cal Crick, is, if he gets his control back, could be, could be excellent. Rich Rodriguez strikes out everybody at the top of the zone. Nick Birdie can throw the ball 100 miles an hour. So, I, it, in reality, I think the number for the Pirates being at 25 and a half is just too low. This team was was above five hundred in two thousand eighteen, finished eighty two and seventy nine, um, and then last year had a lot of injuries, a lot of things kind of happening off the field with certain things. I really like the new manager and Derek Shelton seems to have a good rapport with the guys. They seem to really be kind of buying into this to what they've got going here. I think the Pirates obviously a lot of times do play pretty well in July and August um, before All Star breaks. I actually think the Pirates will go over that, um, and I'm not saying they'll go over by a ton, but I think they're going to go over, and I think they'll kind of make make some noise in the Central. Um, and you know, I'm shocked that Ryan picked the under for the Cubs because I was I was fully fully wanting to say, hey, the Cubs will not get the under, and the Pirates will get the over, and we should do something on that. But he kind of kind of okie doked me there and went under on his Cubbies, so. <laughs> You know, I don't know what we're going to do there for that. But I I tell you what, in the end, though, would not be shocked if the Pittsburgh Pirates finished third in the National League Central ahead of both Milwaukee and the Cubs
2: this year. No. No.
4: And I haven't had anything. I've just had some drinks tonight, guys. Nothing else. All
2: right. right. So, before Uh, I start, Blaine, how much money have you put on the Pirates over so far?
4: I have $25 on the Pirates over right now.
2: $25. Okay. All right, so um, this is the fourth team that I have bet already, and I have bet the under. Now, I haven't put as much as Blaine has. I put $17 to win $15 on that 25.5 wins on the under. Um, but so first off, let's. Uh, I want to talk about schedule. Um, they play four Really good teams. That the rest of the division stacked. Hey, you and know then, how bad
3: the
4: Cubs are coming to Pittsburgh, Ryan. They have to come seven times. Yeah. So I'm not you know worried that. about it. Oh, I'm you should worried.
1: be.
2: You should I'm be. I'm not. And then <laughs> you got to go to the uh, AL Central that you're like, oh, that's weak. Well, over there they have to play the Indians six times. They play the Twins and the White Sox four times. And their two sets of three games are the Detroit and the Royals. So they only have six easy games. They have 54 games against teams projected over 500. <laughs> Super hard schedule. No way they're going over 25.5. And if Josh Bell is Babe Ruth because of a month of stats, then you the second half is Greg Maddox. So, I mean, that's all i to say about that. <laughs>
4: I don't think he was ever on Greg Maddox level. <laughs> well, I
2: don't, I don't think Josh Bell was ever on Babe Ruth. Level. Okay. Look,
4: look at the June look at June numbers. He did some he did he did had a month on par with Babe Ruth. When I was, when I heard him say it I was shocked myself. But then you look at the numbers and he really did in the month of June have a month on par with a Babe, Babe Ruth. One of the, there's like four guys that have had a month like what Josh Bell had in June last year
3: and, hey, I, and hey, I didn't even Blank, add to the Blank, fact Blank, that
4: Polanco Blank. being back is a huge boost for the Pirates if he's healthy, and he, hey, and he looks to be healthy right now as well.
0: I, I, I'll, I'll. Let's just pretend that Josh Bell is Babe Ruth in June. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if, if, if we get that for Ruth two in months, June. man,
4: that's a division winner.
0: If he's Babe Ruth in June, then he is Chris Davis of the Orioles in July. He went 188 without a homer in his first 24 game games in the second half.
4: Post, post home run derby slump man it oh, to
3: everybody. Brutal. It to everybody.
4: Hey but then but then you look back and you come into the month of uh come into the month of August and September and those numbers are a little bit better. <laughs>
0: a little bit better, but you can't get any worse.
4: Well no. But hey, you don't play as many games in the month of July as you do in, the, in in the month of June either. Yeah, you take off you take off a week and a half essentially, and that's when the Pirates essentially started the swoon of all time. I mean, hell, and I think that's why you got to realize in the sixty games, there's a lot of a lot of things that can happen. The All Star Break game last year, I think the Pirates were in fourth place, four games behind, you know, the division leading Cubs at the time. I don't think anybody runs away with the Central.
0: I agree, but I'm not – I'm just having a hard time. Look, I I mean, Josh Bell's good. He's a top ten first baseman, and and, and obviously he has potential and he's good. But, look, I mean, if he's that streaky, he can just – he can easily hit a cold streak and cost the team wins, you know, in September if he can carry the team in August. So, I mean, look, I mean, it it depends. Like you said, I mean, if they get to Josh Bell and he's consistently good – it obviously helps them, maybe adds a win or two above replacement and, and gets them to that over-under, but I'm just not going to bank on Well, one, you know, a,
4: another two. guy we didn't talk about, though, and, and somebody that I think, you know, needs to get some recognition because he is an excellent player is Brian Reynolds. Yeah.
1: Oh, I agree with you on that.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, he, he's kind of the quiet assassin, um, plays good defense as well. I I, I just – I kind of look at it, and, I, and, I, and I, I truly do believe that if – if the Pirates get off to a good start, you know, and are competitive early, I think they'll be competitive throughout the majority of the season.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Pittsburgh. I mean, I, I mean, they are a little bit of an unknown, but um, we'll see who we'll see who comes out on top of that bet. Uh, it'll be interesting and fun to see. Um, but if you guys are done, we'll move on to the Cardinals, last team. And I guess I'll I'll kick it off uh, for St. Louis. Um, I wish we had Eric on to, to give his take, um, but I'm sure he'll add it to the chat. Uh, look, I mean, I,
1: I I love to hate the Cardinals. Um, healthy rivalry with Eric on this, um, but they are good. Uh, they the batting lineups. It's it's respectable. They got a deep outfield, um, but it's not, it's not heavy effort. it's just a lot of decent guys. Um, other than uh, you know, I mean, I guess they have Edmund in in, in the infield, going um, mm-hmm. at first phase. Yeah, I would kind of wish. Uh, Matt Carpenter would probably be a lot better in the DH. Um, they're another team. I think the DH really helped. Um, Dylan Carlson, if he, he's a hot prospect, maybe excels mm-hmm. uh, so, well, and the outfield, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean it'll be interesting. I don't like extra fowler at all if reasonably, that. I'm not a huge in the that either. Um, yeah, I mean it, it, Batting lineups, average to above average, it's decent. Uh, Pitching pitch rotation, um, Ayers probably wouldn't disagree with me, but after Jack Flaherty, I'm not impressed, and I think there's a lot of questions here. Um, Nicholas is he the 2018 Nicholas or is he the 2019 Nicholas? Um <laughs> Who knows?
0: I, I know. And, and, I mean, he only was good for a year because, you know, he came out of one of the Asian leagues. I think it's Japanese or KBO, I'm not sure which. Um, but I'm not sure he's a number two starter. I wouldn't want him as a number two starter on, on my team. Uh, Dakota
1: Hudson, not, not really a believer. Um, Adam Wainwright, he's definitely aging, and we'll see how consistently he holds up. This could be uh, a good
4: year for him, though, not having to start as many games. I think he could really give him a lot.
1: You're right, Blaine. That's something
0: to consider. I think he could be better, um, he probably won't fall off the cliff because he, you know, he's only making uh, half starts. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Carlos Martinez. We'll see what they will see what he does. Um, I'm interested to see what, if they'll actually stretch him out or leave him in the bullpen. Um, but we'll see. Uh, there's questions though, and that's why I, I don't like this over for the Cardinals at 32 and a half. I don't like it. Um, they've got some questions right now in their closer with Gallagos not in the U.S. yet. Um, and Hicks um, is opted he, out. Is he out? Yeah, Hips, yeah Hicks sure. is opted out. Hicks opted out. But Gallagos, yep. but Gallagos was going to be their closer anyway, I think. Or Hicks actually opted out. Yeah, I mean, I, they have questions in the bullpen. Let me put it that way. They have pretty big questions right. in their bullpen, and so I, I don't see this team getting over thirty-two and a half in this division with Cincinnati being improved, with competitive Chicago, competitive Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, like you said, Blaine. I'll give you some credit. They're a little better. They're they're coming, coming. I just don't see Pittsburgh I don't see St. Louis going over. I don't see him getting 33 wins. Um, that's only, like we've said before, that's the same projection. Uh, that's only one game less over under than the Nationals' in the race, and, and they're in a harder division. And and we gave them, other than Ryan on the Nationals, we gave them the overs. I don't see Pittsburgh going over 32 and a half. I just don't see it. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I'd
4: love I, for Pittsburgh to go over 32 and a half, Ryan. I know you meant St. Louis, <laughs> but I'd love Pittsburgh. I, yeah. to go over 32 <laughs> and
1: a <half. laughs> Good catch.
2: <laughs> it's late. It's oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's AM yeah. right now. Just so everyone's aware. Right. The <laughs> yeah. So I, Boys. Yep.
3: Oh
2: yeah. I I have not bet this one yet, but definitely definitely smash the under. Cardinals suck. Just just flat out. <laughs> they just do. Um. They, I mean. They, yeah. Their bats are okay. Yeah, Flaherty's good, but like you said I'm not in love with the rest of their pitching Not love with their bullpen they, They're they a scrappy team So they're not going to be somebody that just gets blown out But there's just too much competition In the Central, they'll hover near 500 They might win 30 games But they're not going to get Those three games extra above 500 So under Yeah Short and sweet uh,
4: here, here's, here's the reality It's the Cardinals, right? And one thing that I've learned watching this division for as long as I have is that you don't bet against the Cardinals. The Cardinals will be over. Doesn't even matter who the hell they have pitching, doesn't matter who's in the bullpen. They'll bring up a guy from the player pool who no one's ever heard of, and he'll end up hitting 350. It's just the way it is. Um, <laughs> they have the Cardinal devil magic is a real thing, it, it, <laughs> <Devil> it, <laughs> it, there's no question about it. Um, you have guys like Goldschmidt. The catching combo of Molina and Weeder sitting there, Edmund and Wong, Carpenter. I mean, I, I look at them – I look at them this year and say, you know, they're, they're, their outfield to me is a little suspect, but I love their infield. I think they got a lot of good potential there. The bullpen is definitely shaky, but John Breba was good last year. Halsey was okay. They just – they get – they always get the best out of guys. It's unbelievable. They turn a guy that no one can make anything out of, and he ends up spinning gold with them. Um, I like the rotation as well. I think it's a little bit – I mean, Clarity's obviously head and shoulders the ace, and he's a guy that they hand the ball to every fourth or fifth day here, and they're going to expect to get wins. If Martinez is good, they'll figure out a way to use him to where he is the best he can be. Wainwright will probably be good. Nicholas will probably bounce back. Hudson will be good. If if the Reds don't win this division, the Cardinals will, and they're going to go over. Um, although I do think that the opening weekend of the year, the Cardinals will lose two or three to the Pirates in St. Louis. So I'll, I'll go ahead and throw that, that
0: out happen? right now. If that, happens, Blaine, um, if that happens, St. Louis is going under. I'm just, I'm just uh,
4: well, Well, the reality of it is they get to play the Cubs a ton. And <laughs> I think this year the way that division is going to work, Cardinals oh, are going to own the Cubs. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> no.
0: No. Hey, I'm okay. really going to disagree.
4: Hey, now, um, we, we've got Eric's here. Do we want to rattle him off real quick?
0: Yeah, let's rattle him off. Yeah. Let's just go east, west, central, right down the list. Blaine, I'll let you rattle him off for me.
4: Okay, so um, he is going over on the Braves, and he's got the actual win totals beside him. He goes the Braves 37, winning the division, um, under for the Marlins at 21. He's got the Mets under at 32, so right at that number. The Phillies under 31 and a half. He has the under at 31, and then the over with the Nationals at 35 on that 33 and a half. Um, If you go to the West, under 30, under with the uh, Diamondbacks at 31, um, under with the Rockies at 25, over on LA by a half game at 38, has the uh, half game as well over on the Padres at 31, and has 21 for the Giants on that under. So, he's kind of thinking they're going to be as bad there as maybe the Orioles are going to be. And then in the Central there for Eric, um, he ends up having the Cardinals over at 34 wins. Um, he has the Pirates under 23. I'm going to disagree there, Eric, but, you know, whatever. Um, Milwaukee over by a half game at 31. Uh, Cincinnati over at 33. And then the Cubs are under for Eric at 32 probably needs to go under a little farther than that. I think it's a safer bet. But, you know, irregardless, that's where he goes. So, those are hey, the so how much,
2: How much money do you have on the Cubs under, then?
4: I don't have it yet.
2: Oh, okay. I'm waiting, yeah, I'm waiting,
4: I'm waiting for this leave? next week here. No, not here. Hear me out. I'm waiting for this next week of a bunch of suckers to come to that window and bet the Cubby's over, and I'm going to come down and slam it even harder on the under. I, I, I don't I just, think. I just want to get a little more. Just want to get a little more to play with, you know, because you never know. Rizzo and Brian can get hot for two weeks and carry them, and and that's all they need. But eh, I'll, I'll make sure I show the ticket to the chat. I promise.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, you might want to. I don't know when the season starts. If you can bet ever under windows, you might have to do it before. Oh no no and- no! I, I,
4: I, I'm just saying I, I want to do it before Thursday. I'm going to give people another week. To bet the Cubs
2: up because they will foolishly I don't foolishly know about they're going
4: to bet them up,
2: but they will. But really got some issues going down. I don't think if, if anything it, it drops. I don't think it over goes higher. Yeah,
3: we'll
2: see. We'll see. All right. Well, I want to do something cool here.
0: I didn't. I don't know that it is. We have the AL and the NL, and I'll finish it up because it is getting late. But I want to recap AL and NL and the teams that we all four agreed with. And I'm just okay. Okay. AL. Interesting. We all agree on Baltimore on the under of twenty and a half. I think that's mm. unanimous across all boards. We are also in agreement with Tampa Bay over on thirty three and a half. We are unanimous on Cleveland on the over on thirty two and a half. We're unanimous on Minnesota over thirty four and a half, and Seattle unanimous under twenty four and a half. Everything else, we do, we differ on something. Mm-hmm. I don't know any thoughts on that, but those seem pretty obvious, and I would agree. So if you look yeah. at that, I
4: I mean, mean, all- how
0: mean,
1: how
4: far That's is good. that under total for the Orioles before you don't take it is the question.
1: <laughs> 15? Fifteen? Fifteen I
4: might, I might <laughs> still take the under. <laughs> I might. <laughs> I might. <laughs> I might. I mean Cleveland and Minnesota both being over I think it's pretty good place too. I think we're all kind of in agreement on that. That seems to be kind of the the race out there, you know.
0: Yeah, and Seattle's under is probably pretty unanimous too.
2: I'm I'm going to Yeah. So so when the Pirates play the Indians six times, what's the series going to be out of six team? Uh,
4: I mean, I think that'll be interesting. I'm I'm very interested to see because that's the uh the three games that are Kind of the, the spring training two exhibition games that the Pirates are playing, I uh, I think we'll end up splitting with the Indians three three.
2: And yeah, I think Indians pick four two.
0: That's the same. I'm gonna agree with that. What, four, two. Four,
4: four, 4 six. That's probably four, not two, yeah. probably not off either. But yeah, you know, I I think I think honestly too it'll depend on the timing the timing of that in the schedule. I think that. Uh, I think that the Indians and Pirates finish the season with one another in Pittsburgh. So depending on what what teams have on the line, that could really kind of depend on how that goes for sure.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we had more consistency in the NL with our picks, just randomly. But we did Atlanta. We we're all consistent on the over. Miami, all consistent on the under. That's. Again, I think that's pretty unanimous for most people. Right. Um, in the Central, we also had two unanimous picks: Chicago Cubs under thirty-two and a half, and Cincinnati Reds over thirty-one and a half. So Vegas looks to maybe got that wrong. Um, in the in the West, we actually agreed on three of the four, which Vegas is pretty loves cool. the
4: Cubs, Ryan. It's awesome. unbelievable. They love the Cubs. They
1: do. So I'm they telling do. you, we'll
4: wait another week, man. I'm telling you right now. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you're, go to the three in the west i'm sorry yes, three in the west
0: arizona under uh 31 and a half uh san diego over 30 and a half so again i think vegas has maybe those flipped around uh and then san francisco under 25 and a half so that rounds the South. but yeah we had uh, a total of uh eight teams out of the 15 that we agree on on the over-unders in the nl it's pretty crazy hmm. type for half
4: and it, I mean, that's kind of weird, too, because you would think there's more – I think For there's step, more parity in the NL than there is in the AL.
0: Yeah, it's pretty weird. I would agree. It's pretty weird that we did that. But seven out of the 15 we agree on. I'm sorry. Seven out of the 15. Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting stuff, guys. Well, no. It's very,
1: very that, interesting. Um, uh,
0: we've had a lot of fun doing this and hoping you guys have enjoyed it. Uh, thanks, Ryan, Blaine, and Eric for all you, your input. and uh, This has been a great podcast. I think everyone's enjoying it. I certainly enjoy it. Um, and I know you guys do too. Um, but That that wraps this one up. We'll be uh, sure to play some good wrap-up music as well. well
3: we got uh, Chainsmokers,
0: one. baby. Chainsmokers,
2: come on. Off here. What's up? We got one more uh, thing that we got to do before we get off here. The official bet between me and Blaine.
4: Oh, right. Oh, all right. Well, I'll let you two settle that.
2: Do you want to start, Blaine? or?
4: Well, I mean, you go ahead, Ryan. Let me make sure I have the parameters of this bet correct here. (laughs) I mean, don't move the goalpost on me, okay? You know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, before I do that, I I, I just quickly looked up on my phone because you were talking about your Josh Bell awesome stats and you were saying Jarvis wasn't Maddox-like. So, um, Darvis's second half last year, 81 uh, innings pits, 2.7 ERA, 0. 0.81 whip, and then 81 innings, he had 118 strikeouts. So, pretty solid.
4: Well, Maddox never struck out that many guys, so you got to come up with right. a new analogy. Maddox,
2: so,
0: <laughs> bet
2: Maddox. don't make such foolish arguments. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just gonna if he's gonna say if he's gonna say Babe Ruth like things, then I can say pitching like things.
4: He, hey, this, I'm just telling you, there was there are only four guys that had as good a month of June, or maybe not the month of June, but had as good of a month as Josh Bell had in June, and Babe Ruth was one of the four. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: Glenn, you're an eternal
1: Pirates optimist. It's okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, I, hey,
4: a lot of my life has been been, been trying to will him across the finish line so you know
1: <laughs> nothing so, wrong then, with that,
4: I'll, I'll have to find those numbers and bring them so i can actually i mean because I, I didn't make it up it was literally in a, had a no, package it. graphic package on tv and i saw it and i was like that's incredible because jb's my guy so uh you know we we love hearing when he's doing good things
0: no i mean i don't want to take away from him. he did
4: have a really good month
0: there and I, I was just giving him a hard time with his post all-star slump so um oh. yeah no, Okay. So what's your, bet? what's your bet? I don't know that we've gotten to that. What is
3: your bet?
2: All right, so the official bet is obviously he hates the Cubs, and I was hating on the Pirates, and then I love it. Even though I picked the under on the Cubs, I think the Cubs are clearly the better team than the Pirates, and Blaine does not think so. So the bet <laughs> that we made is – at the end of the season whichever team has a worst record if it's the same record it's a push nothing happens but whichever if one team has the worst record then you if let's say for instance the pirates have the worst record then blaine has to take a video of himself singing the whole go cubs go song and then post it to the league for them to see now, since the Cubs are a bigger favorite in the wins based on Vegas, I said that I'd be willing. I guess I don't even know the pirate songs, but I guess there's old-time ones, new ones. Blaine says there's three different ones. I'm willing to accept if the Cubs have a worse record than the Pirates that he can send me three pirate songs, and I will sing all three pirate songs and record all three videos, and I will post all three videos to the league if the Cubs have a worse record than the Pirates.
0: So this is just between the Cubs and Pirates, right? This is not worse than the division. This is between Cubs and Pirates who finishes better. Yes. Or, okay. Yep.
1: But I,
4: I, I wanted to make know, sure – I what? want to make sure the goalposts were where they were because I, I didn't know if we were doing the Cubs going under, Pirates over. I'm, I'm okay with this, though. I, I do in the end think the Pirates will finish <laughs> third in the division, and I think the Cubs are going to finish fourth or fifth with Milwaukee. I think Blame. it's an aging team. Um and the songs are—I don't know how you don't know this—but we are family might be the greatest uh, team song of all time. I don't know many other—I don't see many other teams having shirts with with their with the song. Put a little respect on Sister Sledge there uh, with We Are Family. Um, then they had the uh, the Pirate Generation song, and then they had a Beat 'em Bucks song from back in like the '60s when they beat the Yankees in the series. So I'll find I'll find all three of them and and we'll send them to you. You'll be sweating come uh, mid-September, Ryan, because uh, nah. when the Cubbies come to town to Pittsburgh, the 20, 21st to the 24th, for a four-game series, I'll make sure that you uh, get the lyrics to all those songs after that series. Hey, Blaine, wait, when they clinch to make sure
1: it. you know the lyrics,
0: though, to your song. Go, mm-hmm. Cubs, go. Go, Cubs, go. Terrible, terrible. Chicago, what do you say? Cubs are going
1: no. to win. Yeah. <laughs>
4: hey. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that song in the bar um, across across from PNC Park before that wild card game more times than I ever want to hear it in my life. And um, I hope I don't have to sing that song. I, hey, man, it's gonna be a crazy. It's gonna be a crazy season. There's no. There's no doubt about that, man. I mean, this this is gonna be a baseball season that I don't think anybody will soon forget. It's true. Fingers crossed, we get through the damn thing. Um, I mean, there's going to be somebody on the COVID DL every other every other day, probably. Um, But let's let's hope for safety and and hope for uh, the Cubs to win 25 games and the Pirates to win at least 26. So, you know, I, I think that'd be a great be a great 2020.
2: Yeah. About the only way that this this bet goes your way is if like the Cubs Cubs just get like COVID throughout their whole team and they just have to like shut it down.
4: Well, it's it's or it's possible the Cubs just finally kind of run out of the the magic they've had in 2016, and it finally comes crumbling down on them with an older pitching stack. Yeah. we'll see.
0: Yeah. Well, fun bet, guys. Uh, Blaine, hey, uh, you might want to go wanna... take some vocal lesson, but hey. we'll see. <laughs> maybe. Hey, but I was gonna say though. I
4: mean, we we've done all the over unders. Do we have uh Do we have predictions on? Because I don't think we're gonna be back before the season on who's who we think is gonna win the World Series and uh, playoff first and whatnot.
0: Yeah, we can do really quick. Um, yeah, we're
3: gonna...
0: I mean, just get a little late, we can do it. Um, I mean, I can kick it off. I mean, I think um, I won't go into too much now because I think I got the Braves in the East, in the NL. I've got the Cincinnati Reds in the NL Central. I've got the Dodgers in the NL West. Um, and then two wild cards, I'll take uh, the Nationals, and I'll take the Padres. Uh, and to make the World Series, I'm not gonna go through divisional stuff, but um, to make the World Series, I'm just gonna be a homer. I'm just gonna do it. Braves, I'm gonna break their curse. Let's let's go, uh, chop on baby, uh, Braves in the World Series. Again. Please let him
4: do the chop. Please let him do the
0: chop. I, I agree, Blaine. Thank you, thank you from an outside
2: fan. The chop. No, I agree too. <laughs> they should be able to chop the car, Any any Cardinals. People are just terrible. I mean, Cardinals suck. Yeah. So, right. and yeah, them I saying agree. no chop is terrible. I agree. Cardinals people are awful. <laughs> <laughs> who,
4: who, right. who do you have in playing in the uh, in the World Series?
1: Your Braves.
0: All right, all right. So the AL, um, I'll take the. I'll, I'm going to go crazy. I'll take the Tampa Bay Rays to win the AL East. Yes. I'll take the Minnesota Twins to win the Central. I'll take the Oakland Athletics to win the AL West. I and agree. I'll take, I'll take the Yankees in the first wild card and I will take the Astros in the second wild card. Um I don't like that but I think they're good enough to get that wild card spot. Um and then from there I'll take the Yankees come all the way back through uh and somehow get to the World Series rematch of 99 2000 and I'm going to take the Braves to win the World Series just because I want to. <laughs> All
2: right, so I'll go next. I will take Dodgers win the West, Reds win the Central, and Braves win the East. Wild card will be the Nationals and the Cubs. Oh God! And then the Dodgers will win. The- and yeah, then the West. We got Astros and Yankees, wild card being the Rays and the Indians. And Yankees will be in the World Series, but Dodgers. Dodgers win. Okay. Dodgers, go Dodgers, go.
4: Um, all right. So for for myself in the in uh, the AL, uh, I'm going to switch it from you guys. to Go AL first. I'm going to take the Yankees to win the East. Um, I think that team's just too strong for that. I'll go Minnesota in the Central, and then in the West, I'm gonna agree with you, Keller, and go with Oakland. Just like that mix of teams, and now yep. the Astros don't know every pitch that's coming. I think that really will affect them. Um, and then uh, wild cards, uh, I really, really like going here with uh, Cleveland. I think they're gonna make. I think they're gonna make the playoffs. Just beating off those uh, other teams in the Central. Um. And then finally, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Tampa Bay to uh, be okay. the other wild card. Uh, there, I think the Astros will be on the outside looking in this year in the playoff picture. Um, World Series, I'm taking the Minnesota Twins Whoa. to uh to be in the Fall wow. Classic. Okay, love that. Love the pitching. I think they'll. Bat- I think their bats can get hot at the right time. Um, and I, I just think with this year being as weird as it's gonna be. I like the twins in the in the in the al uh, going over to the NL I'll take the Graves to win this win the east and a tight one over the Phillies um, I think in the central I think you got to go with the uh, and you know that's it's tough but I, I think it'll end up being in the end I'm going to take the Reds um, to win the division got a weird feeling about them this year and in the West you got to go Dodgers uh, it won't be by a ton but I think I'll pick the Dodgers. And then I think in the uh, – for the, for, the, for the wild card, um, ah, wow, I think you have to have the Nationals in there. And I think edging out the, uh, the Phillies will be the Cardinals. Uh, I think the Cardinals will get into that other wild card position the just Padres. over top of the, the Padres, Padres as well. Oh, I know. Hey, I mean, I think, I think they're right there at the end. I think, you know, if – I think the Padres, the Nationals, the Phillies, and the Cardinals, and the Nats are all going to be right there. I mean, there's so much parity in the NL. I, I, you, I, you can ask me this question tomorrow, and I, I'd come up with a different combination of five teams. It's it's hard to, it's really hard to nail down the NL. Um, but but in the end, though, I do think that uh, we're going to go with Atlanta to come out of the NL as well. Nice. And uh, and and I and I think in the end, I'm I'm going to go out on the limb here, and I'm I'm probably going to lay some money on them because they're kind of they're kind of out there in – not a lot of people are betting on it but i i'm going to go with the twins um oh, wow i'm going to pick i'm going to pick the twins to win the world series over the Braves oh wow I, I mean if you actually look at that and you go to Vegas with those odds with the twins to win the world series it is a uh, it's a handsome payoff actually
0: yeah if you I would imagine. If you
4: yeah and if if you take the twins on a on a $30 bet to win the world series right now You're bringing home some cash. I'm actually looking it up right now because I'm thinking about doing it as we sit here, uh, (laughs) on the as we sit here and talk about it. Um, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you exactly, exactly what this uh, this would pay off here. If you you know what, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and just say the World Series matchup. I'm going to give you both the bet for the Bravos
2: Oh, that'd be crazy. Bravos
4: versus the Twins here, World Series at plus. Three thousand on your odds there. I'll go ahead and throw this in right now here at at one thirty here in the morning here, mid July <laughs> summer's night here. Twenty five bu- bucks on the bright on the Bravos and the Twins will bring me back seven hundred and fifty bucks and boom, fellas, it's in. We'll send it into the chat and uh, and here we go. So,
3: um, baseball twenty twenty oh, yeah. is back, Breakfast. fellas. Let's go. Let's,
0: let's go. go. Gotta let's love the f- way to end this this awesome podcast with, with
4: Edelman. A- Edelman will tell you best. LFG, let's f and go, boys. It's time. Spread <laughs> it up, chicken titties. Let's get it going, man. Eight let's days go. away.
1: Let's go. Let's <laughs> go, guys. And with that, there's no better way to end it. We will be
0: back <laughs> in a few weeks. Baseball will have started next time you hear our amazing voices. And we will be back with baseball. Let's go. <laughs> podcast over over and out guys. We will talk later. Enjoy the wrap up music.
1: <laughs> Peace out. Smokers, please.
3: <laughs> later.
1: Later. Later.